The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Valentine's Day. It's 545. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo. Everybody's here and uh, so many listeners right now uh, dabbing off of uh, that little weird stain on their pants because their wife did their job to start the day. Nicely done, ladies. Well done. A nice way to kick off Valentine's Day is to send him off with the Aleutian Islands on his uh, work pants. I think that's a great thing. Well done. Uh, So happy Valentine's Day to start uh, your glorious morning. (laughs) A lot of rubber legs. A lot of weird guys just kind of shaking it off. Big thigh, lactic acid missing from your body. You seem really relaxed, Bill. Feeling pretty good today, man. It's... Can't get these stains out of my pants. I wish I wish we didn't have khaki work pants. This is garbage. See how it is when we walk through the sales department this morning. Yeah, and then and then yes, we'll see a couple of them. And then <laughs> the, the angry ladies downstairs. Valentine's Day's all right. Something good better happen to me later. Yep, you gave yourself to them, and now you expect results. Uh, and better still is the uh, downstairs guys that will. Uh, or well, the worst part about Valentine's Day is when you know your wife doesn't do her job. And then says something like, I'm on my period. Like, oh, God. <laughs> well, that's why it's Valentine's Day. Roll it over. That's the fifth time <laughs> this month. <laughs> yeah, I think you're Again. bleeding out. I think you've been stabbed. <laughs> I think a major artery has been struck. Uh, so anyway, so good luck to all of you. If your wife did her job properly, uh, pat her on the head. Nice job. And uh, send her a box of chocolates later to wash that out of her mouth i guess that's what the chocolates are for is to get that taste out of her mouth and if not it's a double double for you for dinner tonight and no roses double double is right ask what a hooker charges for a double double and no roses that's exactly right no presents you start the day off proper for that fellow the survey says you can't go wrong with uh m&ms as far as to get the taste out of her mouth yeah 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 Yeah. because they're easy to eat and yeah uh, yeah and gets all the nooks and crannies that you might have drained in there who knows what's going on out there but a lot of people doing it right now while we're talking with that first thing in the morning strange don't breathe on me we haven't brushed our teeth yet hump uh so good luck to all of you in valentine's day brush your teeth for god's sakes and uh, then go breathe on her or roll her over you know that's the way valentine's day should work i liked last night that they uh they were focused on the news about uh online scams for lonely people evidently and i didn't think of this uh evidently around valentine's day uh, the cat ladies go crazy online and just start believing everything that happens. So if you're an online scammer, end of January, end of va- uh, Valentine's Day season is when you start setting hooks 
And I mean, it works. I saw the one guy, same guy, but uh, he, he said it early, January, because yeah. the lady took a... Uh, personal or no home, a HELOC loan out oh. on our house. Loans Wired him seventy three thousand dollars. Lady last night on the news, eighty nine grand into it. Uh, she's eighty nine thousand dollars because he convinced her to invest in an oil company. He was a CEO of. He's like, you should put some money into this thing. Yeah, I can do it for you if you want. She fires him eighty nine thousand dollars over a couple of months, and then uh, this guy, the, the Nigerian romance guy, yes. three million dollars off a bunch of Arizona ladies. But evidently, it's around. Valentine's Day, these guys really get it. But the one lady that sent eighty nine grand over for the, she's from Glendale. They didn't use her name because she was embarrassed. But three, like she, she should be absolutely. She didn't use her name, uh, so that to me says that she's got some self awareness that she recognizes this is on me. I kind of goof this up. She uh, said, "Let's meet in Vegas," or, or she did some tracking or something on him and found out he was in Vegas, and then found him. He's a blackjack dealer at the at the Cosmopolitan. This this oiled baron. Who lived in Dubai, according to him, on the thing. Side job. She finds him. They talk. He's thinking the money's not coming back. He goes, it's, not, it's never coming back. I gambled that all the way. <laughs> we're, we're, you're an idiot. And then, so she goes home. And then, uh, her. I thought, okay, so she's self-aware. They asked her, do you think that money's going to lose that? That's gone forever. And what she wants is the internet to be better about it. She wanted the internet to be... Certain filters Stronger, to, to detect it? Yeah, to stop these things. And I'm like, no. This is, uh, what do they do, the caveat, whatever, the, the buyer beware thing. The, yeah. yeah. This is on you 100% all caveat the time. Caveat MTAR. MTAR, yeah. I, I, always, always, always realize when you're sending money to someone you've never met before, it 90% of the time, that is a scam. Buyer beware. If you're buying that D online you, and haven't seen it. <laughs> right. Yeah, if you're putting a down payment on D. Yeah. Nobody does that. You don't prepay the hooker. You leave the envelope on the counter, right? You get the deal done, and then she goes over and lifts it and says, here. Half down, the other half upon completion. Well, no. That's contractors. And don't do that either. Those guys are worse than the love masters. Contractors, will they'll take that first half and go, close enough, bye. You'll never see them again. Yes, you have to buy supplies for contractors, but be careful with contractors as well. They are... With your home and uh, buildings, the same as somebody is uh, with love. They're they're thieves. And I want to hear from you, contractors. Your business stinks. I know there's going to be a few who go, no, I'm an honest contractor. It's, you're out there, but you're fighting an uphill battle. You are on a slippery, icy, uphill climb to try to convince people that contractors are legit. I think I'd sooner send my money to the Nigerian prince than just some <laughs> random contractor. i got to get to know your ass. Our buddy uh, Thomas Wells, when we were in Scotland years ago, he's telling me about the grifters, the, the gypos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're living there. That's what he's calling like the N-word, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Gypsies. That's the, they're, that's that's the N-word. Kind of, yeah, that's for the them. same right? thing. Yeah, don't say that. <laughs> Still they're, call them that in Scotland? Well, we're not in Scotland. We are. No, they don't. The, Thomas does. They're called uh, wanderers, I they're guess, because they uh, basically they squat. They do have a name, and they, I don't they, know the rest. Pick a parking lot. Yeah, I put stakes in the. Uh, can't call them the G. And you can't move them, but they go around and right. they do a deal like, like you need a new roof on your house, and they'll do the same thing. Griff has oh, yeah. money. They'll take the money, go back to their camp. The people try to get the money at the camp. Nope, nope. wrong place to yeah. go. You're not getting anything like that. Yeah, it's crazy. So, and that's not just Scotland. That's here. That's everywhere. They're called contractors here. They're called gypsies there. It's the same thing. Uh, most of the time, the contractors are gypsies because they're running from people who are trying to get their money back. 
Uh, but yeah, be careful. I didn't know the online scammers were stronger at Valentine's Day, but it makes a ton of sense. That ladies, desperate ladies, wanting love, will start to not question things, not have as much skepticism towards what they're doing when their heart gets in the way. And if these guys are good at it, they can sweet talk them for a few weeks and then say, I want to meet you. Valentine's Day is the big day. And usually a lonely lady looks at Valentine's Day as something different than the Hallmark holiday that it is, which is just a big sponsored commercial <laughs> thing. And they start seeing it as like, you know, signs from God and the the ether and the universe is pushing them towards this man. We found each other online. It's meant to be. And then they start firing over checks for 10, 12,000 at a time. That's Don't do flag it. Flag lady. Flag lady for the yeah. Diamondbacks. She, she, I, I, that story still grabs me that that woman never once, while she individually exacto knifed pages of a book, like she cut out dollar size pieces to put ten and twelve thousand dollars in because he's like you know government monitors every ten thousand dollar transaction so i don't want you to have to wire that to me if you put it in books cut the holes out like you know like movies it's kind of fun and she did it ten times ten grand every time minimum they got up to about a hundred and twelve thousand dollars and i went on the news and said i got scammed it's like lady when you were exacto knife and those pages opened dollar size Never once did it register in your head, I shouldn't be doing this. This is all fake. That money's gone. That's where you go back to your mom, flag lady, and say, yeah. well, look, we have to say that because he's still carrying out his secret operations. <laughs> if flag lady's mom's still alive, I'd like to see that because the thing at the well, end. Well, flag of- lady's uh, son or daughter. Oh, yeah. It's you your mom that did oh, it. Oh, yeah. Well, your mom's an idiot. Yeah, that's it. You just go back. If my mom got into that, I'd just go back and go, you're an idiot. You know that, right? I think he loved me. No. Mm-mm. He loved the fact that you were sending him books full of money, and nutbag. What's wrong with you? Then she goes right in the home, maybe visit twice a year, maybe throw some flowers her direction, and then we call it a day because I'm not visiting random crazy computer mom. Stay off the computer. Don't send money to people you don't know. It's as simple as that. That is, that is as simple as it gets. I've learned my lesson for Super Bowl tickets. I wired money to people I did not know for Super Bowl tickets. This was a transaction, so I thought. And then I got an email back that said, when do I get my half of this? And I said, whoops, I'm still on the email, guys. And then nothing. And I'm like, I'm right in the middle of the ghosting. And then I tracked where I sent the money, which was a false address. Somehow or another, they managed to make it Houston or something. And it was really going to England. Like, oh, did I get hammered on this deal. Dummy. And then what did my brain say? The cost of these tickets is the cost of doing business the dumbest possible way you've done it. You went to Western Union. You stand in line at a Western Union, you realize everyone in line at Western Union has done something terrible and something horrible. What do you need money for? Yeah, right. I didn't even think about it. I was so happy. I'm in line at Western Union. They're like, I'm getting cash. I'm going to wire this. I'm like, oh, this is... Something on the other end of this isn't on the up and up. This is a terrible transaction. Western Union's for bail, for people who have family members who just got something horrible happened to them, and they have to have money wired to them to get them out of a pickle, and usually that money is no good. Oh, it's bad. And there I was. $5,000, please. Sorry, there's like a 30% fee on that. Yep. I'm the dumbest guy in the world. What are you sending the money for? Super Bowl tickets to people I've never met. Going to the big game. Going to go. Third row. What a deal. You realize you're being scammed. What? 
Anyway, 5,000, please. Scam you. Gone. Can you imagine a guy behind the counter just going, Yep. Yeah. Don't. And I called the cops. He's given up oh, that money for the same yeah. set of tickets. Yeah, exactly. Time. Exactly. He's in on it. You He's too, like, huh? Wow. <laughs> I did not realize how stupid people were. Let me guess, third row? <laughs> yeah, third, well, your third row, AFC side. This is great. Good for you. <laughs> Never met the people, right? No. They're in Houston, I think. Yep, that's right. Houston. Uh, also, a lot of the times when you write letters to Houston, it ends with UK. Moron. <laughs> but did I, I called the cops and I told them like this, I've got the address. The email came back and I'm like, I can, we, we got their email address. Maybe you can IP address this. And he goes, for five grand, we're not going international or anything. And he goes, uh, and the cops said something beautiful because we're on the phone together. And I'm like, I'm, I'm the idiot here. And he goes, all I can say to you is, did you learn a lesson? I'm like, I sure did. And he said, because that money's gone. He goes, if we get lucky and stumble, that money's gone. They said, but we got you on, we got a report. We're good. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Okay, thank you. And I didn't get mad at the cop. And I didn't get mad at the internet. And I didn't get mad at Western Union. I didn't even get mad at the guy scamming me. I was mad at myself. I was an idiot. You'd never send money to people you don't know, ever. Terrible. But they're doing it like mad. And evidently, it is the right time. Like, today is the day, too. I would have figured it would have been baiting them. Valentine's Day is the loneliest day of all. So if you're floating around, on, I don't even know where you go to look. Like dating sites, I suppose. Somebody real desperate for a date tonight. I guess you'd hit those dating sites and really start sweet talking online. Or I don't know if it was Tinder or Bumble or where where would you find somebody you can start chatting up Valentine's Day? You want to go to the uh, 55 plus, the older community. Those people are ready to spill their cash. I got a buddy that he wasn't grifting money, but on, on Valentine's Day night, he struck hard at all the yeah. bars. Just like, it's See, it's easy pickings, bro. Yeah. Okay. If, and a lot of the times they're out with a friend yeah. who's got someone and they just feel sorry for Tracy. So they take her big ass over to, well, you'll get your Valentine's Day. My husband's going to the Suns game, so we'll go out. <laughs> and then all that lady wants to do is go home and take a... A nice stiff one because she's got one waiting for her. Some piping. Her chunky friend has to sit at the bar. So, yeah, it's a good kill day. I've got to go home and take a couple pipes. Are you going to be right here by yourself? Yeah, I'm going to go I'm just going to keep eating some of this key lime pie. This is the problem, Tracy, but we'll talk about that another time. Okay, bye-bye. God, her mouth's always full. It's ridiculous. My mouth's going to be full in a few minutes. A pipe. Good pipe all night long. Goodbye, Tracy. Right, a pipe. Okay. <laughs> oh, had a pipe. I know. That's why we're out together on Valentine's. Okay, got reservations, so we had to get to go in the parking lot. I bet you there's a bunch of pigs. In, uh, uh, pigs, I say. <laughs> Undateables. In the parking lots, yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> Brent's been here too long. These broads, these pig broads, standing in a parking lot, you know, eating key lime in their cars, oh. crying. I bet you you could scam them on that. You go out there and you see one just chowing down on a red velvet in her car, kind of dressed nice all by herself, and you just give a little rap on her car window. Is everything okay? (laughs) Hang on. What? I saw you eating key lime pie in your car in the parking lot dressed up fairly nicely. Did he leave you? (laughs) I can't understand you with a mouthful of red velvet like that. How are you eating both pieces at once? It's amazing. Those flavors don't go together. Are you a knight in shining armor? Yes. Yes, sir. I am. Unfortunately, I've got to tell you that my Bentley broke down a few miles down the road, and I need some help. How much? Let's start with a thousand. You take a check. <laughs> oh, you're getting red velvet all over your check. That's 
You know what? Let's, let's go to Western Union. Venmo. Yeah, let's, let's, we're we're going to walk you over to the fries. Do you walk? No, no, no. Okay, let's <laughs> get the rascal out. Let's push you in whatever it is, the apparatus that gets you from A to B. Okay. And the next thing you know, Jumping she's... Jumping the one-time dually down there. She sold her chair. She, I just went on the ground there. I sold my chair. You're my nutty buddy. Yeah, poor, poor kid. But ladies, again... And you don't hear about guys doing this too often because prostitutes exist solely for that. We know about how much it should cost to get laid. Ladies are getting scammed on the love, and I'm sure guys do it too. But There's a handful of manti out there. Ladies should be the ones that are best at it. They could scam us for thousands and thousands because a lot of guys are like, I've got money, look, and they just hand it. I guess that's called marriage. Never mind. I forgot. That's, <laughs> they do scam us in the same exact way through romance. Uh, they take all your money in marriage and then... Even if they did, I just don't think guys would own up to it. Like, I, I didn't get scammed. What are you talking about? No. I got that. Hey, uh, yeah, I, did, I, I, there. I did that. I fine. I pounded that. I piped it. <clears throat> anyway, it's not talking about my Valentine's. <laughs> anyway, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. But the ladies right now, if you're writing a check to a guy, uh, you know, and it's Ice Station Zebra is who you're writing it out to, well, then gosh darn it, you're being scammed and stuff. Think twice. Yeah, just think twice. But happy Valentine's Day anyway. The lady yesterday. And that was the one thing. I was so proud of her name was Kelly, but that wasn't her real name. So proud of her for saying, don't use my real name or my face and stuff. I don't want to be identified. This is embarrassing. And then at the end, blames the Internet. The Internet has to have stronger regulations on this. I'm like, no, they don't. You do. You need to have stronger ideas on this. But the attorney general is involved. You know, he's got a crackdown on romance scams. This dude's got bigger fish to fry than you getting fooled by a uh, virtual dick. <laughs> Isn't there some, um, I mean, they really don't get into that much trouble. Who? The scams? Because the oh, people yeah, are, because it seems like trouble. the one guy um, it's fraud. at a documentary. Yeah, he went to jail for a long time. Did he? Yeah, I it's wonder, fraud. It it's, seemed like yeah, he got. When you start exchanging that kind of cash, it's tax, tax stuff, fraud. They'll get you for everything. And he got into the hundreds of thousands of dollars with multiple women. Yeah. But again, those ladies, and I forget what the, the world's worst man or the internet's worst guy or whatever. <laughs> I forget what that was called. Those ladies were seeing something and they had scam on their mind too. They saw the private jet. They saw the suits. They got a couple gifts. And the challenge to be the one. And they met him. Yeah. This dude was putting on a show and they were all in. And I'm... Looking at a guy who's, you know, got his private jet. He's scamming one lady. It's a Ponzi scheme. To rent, yeah, to rent yeah. the private jet to scam another. So she gives him money so he can do it to another. And he's just living this jet set life and asking these ladies, hey, they 50 grand. They, they've locked my account. You know I'm good for it. You've seen my jet. And they'll fire 50 grand over. They don't have it. And, the, and again, that dude, you know, there's a lot of fraud oh. on that. And he's in trouble. But it, it's, you know... He's it's talking a, about doing another documentary. Oh, he'll do it again. When, yeah. What was the one with the lady who had the restaurant? And she got scammed. Alec Baldwin. It was that New York girl. And then she. Then they think she might have been in on it too. But there was. A, there's tons of them. And the documentaries that come out are the best parts. But the, you know, the guy that was, he and his buddy were online, standing there with DJ Khaled in Dubai, and like, oh, he's got all the money. He's just putting on the show. It happened over the weekend at the Waste Management Open. So many profiles set up. Oh, <laughs> Waste Management is the best place for that kind of stuff. Those guys thrive there. Yeah, Jay-Z and I were just uh, hanging out yeah. at a party. 
Me and my boy. I could have done it. Me and Najee Harris were talking for a while this weekend. I could have gotten some lonely Pittsburgh housewife. Yeah, well, I'm not Najee and I. Yeah, we're buddies. Because he wasn't in any gear or sitting there eating. Like, this is us at dinner the other night. Najee's my, Najee my man. You're friends with the Steelers? The Steelers. Yeah, I work there. In fact, I'm a, I'm a cousin of the Roonies. Uh, how much do you need? There's 100 grand for me. It'd be nice. <laughs> It'd just be a, a real quick trip. Uncle Dan Rooney won't let my account go, so I've got to. Okay. choking on red velvet. If you if you do if you wander by one of the cars and the like, as Brett calls him, the undateable pig is in there eating a red velvet. <laughs> you'll hear. She's singing to herself. She wants her romance songs. It happens. Nothing. The parking lot out front of uh, cupcake stores. Oh. Lot of cars running, <laughs> yeah, in the parking lot <laughs> with a tube from the uh, the exhaust into the just down in a dozen yeah. in the parking lot. The parking lot of sprinkles today is going to be easy killing. Oh, it's going to be a will be three mom. open spaces, and that's for just the, the pickup only. Every other space is full. Five dozen sprinklers, please. I can't hear you over the Sinatra, man. <laughs> please, five dozen. Oh, I sort it. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Skip the icing. <laughs> Shoot it into my mouth. When the, world the guy just sitting across the parking lot going, bingo. Bullseye <laughs> right there. I love you so much, Frank. Anyway, so be careful, ladies. You can get scammed real easy today. It's not a pretty day. And if you haven't done your job as a wife or a girlfriend this morning, shame on you. Ass is in play if it's not done by noon. Oh, That's damn. all I can say. You got till noon. Show up at his work. Take him to lunch. Treat that thing like the red velvet cake the pig's doing right there in the car. Help the boy out. But you got to do it before noon or ass is in play. That's all I'm saying. And some of you guys like that. Some of you guys are going to delay till after 12. And like, ass is in play. <laughs> Oops. Oops. I guess that's going to happen. The good ones, at least. But happy Valentine's Day, everybody. It's a... Uh, it's a lovely made-up holiday for everybody to... You know, the biggest scam is Valentine's Day. Go out and buy things and commerce and all that other stuff. We're shooting our money to people we don't know under the threat that if we don't do it at home, we'll be in trouble. They have got the, they have got the best stranglehold on our emotions on a day that's completely made up. There's nothing to this thing. It is a commerce monster... And it's basically eh, a company saying, you know, you don't love your wife unless you buy from us. Was that right? Yeah, she's going to. And we'll tell her that same thing. We'll tell her the exact same thing. And if you don't, my friend told me yesterday we were going to go to the Suns game. I'm like, we can go tonight. Oh, my God, my wife would clobber me if I, if I go out with you on Valentine's. I'm like, you guys live together. You see each other every day. Make every day Valentine's Day. Have a, make it tomorrow. No, 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 no. It's got to happen on the 14th. Because Hallmark says... Brought to you by Papa John's Pepsi. My love is sponsor. Anyway, good luck. The Attorney General is going to crack down on all you guys throwing dough. And it is nice to buy somebody a gift. Sure. But you know what you should do? I mean, more like March 8th. Come home with chocolates and flowers. But it's not even Valentine's. Yeah, this isn't even a sponsored love day. I did this because I actually care. This is actually brought to you by love. Not Hallmark, not Arby's, not anything else. You have to go stand in line at a restaurant, get poor service because they're too busy and understaffed. 
great. And I don't uh, feel for the person that going into it knew that uh, this is a big deal for their significant other. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you know that. Red flag. And <laughs> red flag. Yeah. For sh- I mean, for most. Time. Yeah. But if you're like, oh, and okay, that's cool. That'll be fun. And you slack on it. Well. That's your fault. Yeah. That's the same. Yeah. If you've got a girl who loves the Valentine's Day, you can't. You can't talk her out of it. You got to play along, and it's nice. But I'm, I'm worried about the ones who take it too seriously because they're the ones who believe you're the knight in shining armor, and all you are is a disappointment. They've got a lot of high bars from, you know, they've been talked into some things. But it's nice. Have a nice dinner. A lot of people don't get to do that. A lot of people use they don't do that every day. They don't take advantage. But I've always told people that Valentine's Day is so important. Make March eighth important. Make March second important. Just fire off some flowers, and ladies, you too. Wake up on March 7th and blow them to work. You know? What's this for? It's not Valentine's Day. It's not my birthday. What's going on? It's a, It's actually brought to you by love. Holy smokes. A real gesture of affection uh, without, you do? without prompting from television or sponsors? This is outstanding. <laughs> Who are you seeing? Yeah. Who would you blow? Who cares? <laughs> Keep doing it. Start Ho- now. Hopefully you've learned a few things on that other pipe. <laughs> You know, 20 years into it. Yeah, that thing you did down south and then the top. Wow. The tip tickle was new. I don't know who taught you that, but well done. I might have to take him out, too. Hey, (laughs) hey, buddy. Great job. (laughs) Yeah, I've been teaching your wife a few things about a few things. Well, whatever he's doing is working because March 2nd, she just blew me for no reason. And that's weird. Brought to you by love. Never happens. It's always a scam. There's going to be a lot of two-for-twenties going out there today with hopes of a blowjob, and that's also bad. <laughs> I took you to Applebee's. I mean, come on. Big day for the yeah, restaurant. Riblets should do good. Get in the back of the tarsel and, uh, you know, reciprocate. <laughs> I that guess. Was, that was one of the last-minute suggestions for uh, Valentine's Day. Applebee's? Is, uh, well, you fast food, but bring a tablecloth and some fine. Oh, you thought about it. And dress up. <laughs> you look like a douche. And then put a little bow tie on your Corona and a top hat over your penis, make him look like Mr. Peanut ready for a night on the town. And then I break that little well-dressed dancer out. And look who just arrived to the party. Old Ducks and Tails down here. Bring some Summer's Eve because you look like a douche after you're done. (laughs) Come on. That's the best advice I've ever heard in my life. If you, br- you get her some Arby's, you get her a five for five bucks, and you get her a whole bunch of, uh, we have the meats, and so do I. And you're about to. And you feed her the meats, and then in the middle there's a candle, a rose, and a box of Summer's Eve fresh spring douche. <laughs> What's this for? Look, it's going to be useful in two ways. One is a metaphor, because I feel like a douche right now. And two, you're going to need this to just, I mean, I'm soaking that thing. I'm wrecking it. There's going to be Arby's in there. Oh, look it. I am going to shove the fifth one we can't eat. That big Montana's going in you. You're going to need to swab the decks when we're done here. <laughs> Love. Those aren't on the menu anymore. Now they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Valentine's Day. Never got it. Never got it. It's crazy to me. But go get them. It's up to you. I don't have to like it. You can like it. It's all on you. But I think March 1st BJ's brought to you by Love are better than February 14th ones brought to you by Hallmark. Because the TV told her, today's the day you should probably do this. And you too. You guys have to do nice things too. Well, we, we feel we, And I'll tell you this right now. Every guy feels a little bit pressured and forced. There isn't a whole lot of emotion in our gift. That's why Walgreens does so well on Valentine's Day. 
That's where most of the presents are. We don't go to the mall or anything. Valentine's Day is Walgreens. And the pop-up tent. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Beware. Oh, I'm so yeah. you need this? That's all based on guys going, oh, yeah. Uh, I forgot. Well, I'll just get hey. one on the way home. Over here in the radio flyer, we've got white teddies. Over here in this box they built, we have red teddies. Hey, that one says 2019 on it. Ah, we can rip that off, player. <laughs> Tell her you've been thinking about her for three years. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. All right, I'll take the 2019 one for 10. <laughs> What's in the radio flyer again? Oh, that's my kid's radio flyer. You can No, 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 I want the... Oh, the white ones. Yeah, I like the white ones too, player. This one's kind of dirty. Why does it say Hope Obama? Oh, it's, it's a little bit older. <laughs> that's an Obama teddy. It's vintage, Jose. She's going to think, man. I've been thinking back about your favorite year together. I've got words for all of it. <laughs> this was our best year, the Obama years. Man, that is true. We did have a good financial run there. Give me that Obama teddy. That's the guy that comes home to his wife with a, one of those teddy bears, some Rocky Point shrimp, and some beef jerky. <laughs> he, just, he hit them all on the way. <laughs> and then got his taxes done by that man dressed as the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> you show up and hand it to my wife? And I got my taxes done. Some Mexican dressed as the Statue of Liberty did these for me. Yeah. that's it's, And that's the funniest part. Women don't see that. They're blinded by the love. But they don't see that Walgreens is our headquarters for our love. And then those tents, they do pretty well. We're, we're grabbing flowers last minute from some lady and her kids sitting in that radio flyer. <laughs> you behave back there, Pablo. Mommy's making money. <laughs> <laughs> he just sits in his wagon and waits for 18 hours while dudes are like, oh, God, I forgot to get her something. And Walgreens is going to be packed. How many times have we said, how many times is that phrase uttered today? God damn it, CBS is going to be jammed. What's that Mexican selling over there? <laughs> Chorizo. She won't like that. And the worst part is that doesn't work because they've seen the same guy in the corner, too. <laughs> Oh, they don't see it, though. You got to go they're to the blind. tent sometimes because yeah. the Walgreens and see this. They're yeah. picked clean by, yeah. by the afternoon. I got you this really cool tiger rug and these uh, well, velvet Elvis. Velvet Elvis and tigers. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. You went to the wrong booth. I, he's not selling Valentine's. He was, he was plumb out. Here's some local honey. <laughs> he's picked over. Brady, you're going to the outskirts to pick up your man, stuff. Get, my some, man. get some gas. My roof's on the QC. That Russian guy that's been selling illegal honey over in Gilbert. <laughs> Haven't uh, seen him in a while. Because he's in jail <laughs> for selling. Uh, and by the way, speaking of that kind of stuff, um, and be careful because all those teddy bears that those Mexicans sell are full of fentanyl every day. They found another million pills yesterday. That's like, since I've been watching and pay attention to this fentanyl thing, like 50 billion pills have been seized. How much is getting across? How much are they making? This factory that they make fentanyl in exactly. has to be the and, size and of that is intel that? place. Just like, hey, give them a good bust over here. So they think right. they, they've prevented something. And the news is always like, this would have killed almost all of Tucson. This is enough to kill all of Tucson. I'm like, well, that's not such a bad thing. I think we should have let that <laughs> batch through and then stopped it in Tucson. But they keep, like, where there has to be something we can blow up that's just churning fentanyl out like crazy. Another million pills found yesterday. 10 million pills. 700 billion people would have died if they'd had gotten hold of this bag. And then you're like, well, we got it all, right? Oh, no. It's like 30 times more is getting through every day. Where are they making it? Like, we have to have a Chinese balloon. It's got to be by a source. See where they're making this stuff because they are churning it out and they're not afraid. Like, it's, they can lose it. Any other business loses a million pieces of product in one bust. They're usually set back a little bit. No. 
this fentanyl guy is better than Elon Musk. He's brilliant, whoever's running that operation. The cartels, for all they're worth, got a good system going. They're unstoppable. Military, manufacturing. They've built their own little business and government. and But the manufacturing is, I guess when you're highly focused on one product, that makes sense. Uh, let's get a wake-up song for Valentine's Day. And, there, yeah, there's an M in it, ladies. You can say it that way. Uh, <laughs> Valentine's wake-up song. You tell us. 585-9800. And we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98KUPD. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Glorious. Thank you, Alliance. Valentine's Day, cooking right along. A girl emailed me and said, I don't like Valentine's Day. I prefer Steak and Blowjob Day. Well, you're a good one. She's a keeper. And there's no reason for that to be a day either. Every time I buy you a steak, it should come with one of those. I mean, if, unless you're footing the bill, steaks aren't cheap. Yeah, let's go on Sizzler or something. Well, you know. <laughs> and if I'm going to Sizzler, I don't want a blowjob from that girl. Any girl that's willing to go to Sizzler with me is someone I'm not that's going to. That's all you can blow. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure I'm going to catch something or there's going to be a meth bust on the drive home to her trailer. Blew my wad at the Sizzler. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry, baby. That was nine ninety nine. I did not have. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so uh, good for you. But again, dates that specify when you're supposed to be romantic or loving, man, it shouldn't be. Shouldn't have to, you shouldn't have to be cued or prompted to act uh, romantic or uh, have desire for your partner. Oh, yeah, i got to like you today. Just remember that. You can do it today, but, you know, have some thoughts about uh, caring about that person. Anyway, I've been, uh, I, I, I went back and watched some of the Super Bowl because, you know, we watched it at uh, CB Live, so there was a lot of distractions. I'm running around, so I went back and watched a little of the pregame stuff. I, I've been reading about Chris Stapleton's version of, uh, the national anthem, and it was fantastic. Uh, I didn't really pay attention to it while we were there. I was bouncing back and forth, uh, and then he got after it pretty good. He was good. He's really good. And then uh, um, the I didn't see this at all while we were there, but the big Pat Tillman thing award. Holy oh, I missed smokes! That. Uh, first off, I couldn't believe it. Well, they just have whitewashed what really happened again. Uh, they I mean, none of that was like as a hero who died in action, and he did, but the. It, Hopefully a bunch of people, and I guess Twitter did the same thing I did, which was like, wow, uh, this is exactly what Pat Tillman asked not to be, which is the war representative for recruiting battle. I watched that and I said, wow, the military is trying to recruit. They're trying to make this glorious moment. out." And essentially, Pat Tillman's death was, yes, in the line of fire, but he's a guy who said the Iraq war was wildly illegal. What we're doing is illegal. This is not why I signed up. What we're, he used to make it a big deal, and then so they, his bunkmate uh, in in uh, uh, the army was said every time we'd lay down, we'd have talks, you know, you know, before we'd rack. And he said, and uh, I remember once just burning it in my head. Pat said, "I hope if something happens to me, they don't parade me around the streets as some sort of a representation to make people go, oh, isn't a war hero glorious? Because what we're doing is wrong.'" 
what we're, why we're here is not why I signed up, which was the Iraq war was illegal. To him, his words. I don't know enough about it to know, but that's what he would say. And so I'm watching this thing, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is a recruiting commercial. They 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 danced around it a little bit on saying calling it the Tillman Award. Yeah. But they were talking about the guy receiving the award, which made it sound like they're talking about Pat Tillman, the reason yeah. why the award. But I mean, Twitter. Yeah, went- I, I was thinking, like, his parents... Or someone had to say, "Okay, that's okay." We're yeah, all, you know. I mean, I'm fine with them doing. They couldn't just that parts, but the, I mean, Twitter was like, "Oh, I see. We're still kicking things off now with revisionist Pat Tillman 9/11 stuff." Um, and then the the person who was the with them, uh, they said they 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 missed the whole point of the killed by friendly fire, then covered up by the military and the government in their little film about what a glorious uh, end this was. And people don't really, if you don't watch that documentary about Pat Tillman, you don't realize it wasn't Pat Tillman. He's a hero all the way around. But the people that that set this thing what up, happened? that set in motion the lie that was told about just yeah. him, and Donald Rumsfeld's actual words saying, who is this guy? Keep an eye on him. He'll be good for this war. And when he died, they were probably pretty excited, like, oh, we can hang our head on this Audie Murphy type thing. And uh, if uh, anything is a, a red flag out of that deal, it's like, boy, I hate to see what happens when an actual command comes down the pipe on the email because everyone lost their emails. Well, everyone that was down, yeah. It's an amazing story. Pat Tillman's story is, is unbelievable. And then, you know, I remember the first the first real like, oh, God, they're going to just use this for whatever they want. It was ESPN's funeral for him. And uh, his brother and Jake Plummer. Went up there and, and said, this is all a bunch of, you know, Pat didn't believe in God. And John McCain had just gotten done talking about the Lord sent him and he believed this. And he's like, no, nope, that wasn't. He was a, he did not believe that that was the case. He's dead. He's done. Get over it. Like, it's over. And, the, I mean, this funeral was not the way ESPN had planned it. Jake Plummer went up there, drunk, tilting beers to him. And all that, you know, the Lord is with Pat now. And Berman's hosting and Jim Rome's there. It was the weirdest oh, the cavalcade list. of strange I've ever watched for a guy that these people pretended he was someone that he wasn't for their own benefits. Pat Tillman's definitely heroic. What he did was crazy heroic and sad. But the, the story that they pushed and then what really happened... And to run that out there again is the Pat Tillman, you know, the film saying this is what happened and we're not going to include what actually happened. And the good thing is maybe some people who don't know will Wikipedia it because it's as easy to find out as going Pat Tillman's story on your Google search and read and go, wow, what a snow job that turned into for a, a true hero. He was abused afterwards. I mean, criminally. His mother, that story about his mother asking the government for the paperwork on the entire incident. And they sent her 13 giant phone book-sized box, books in boxes. Every single word of it redacted. Everything was blacked out. Here you go. It's what you asked for. Because there isn't a single word on these pages. Like every once in a while, his name would pop up. And all of it was blacked out. She hired a guy who does redaction Specialist, he, 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 and he. It took him a long time. He figured it out. It, I, I don't know how they do that. Incredible. Yeah, watch the Pat Tillman documentary. His family's in on that. His mom and his dad and everything else. And you're right. Like his family probably was like, you know what? We'd like his name to be, you know, on some things. And he is. Well, they asked. Boy, they asked, and they said, would it be all right? 
it, it, all you're basically saying is okay. Yeah, you got to give the well the foundation and stuff. And I'm sure yeah. that they're like, yeah, name it. But I don't think they knew that there was going to be a a big recruiting film before because that's what I saw was a full recruitment. Of it. And then the other thing where uh, Damar Hamlin wore the jacket with a weird Jesus thing, like this weird cartoon, almost Ren and Stimpy Jesus on a cross. Yeah, an artist. Oh, and Adrian Peterson went nuts, and people were starting to scream at him. And like, what, how in the world can you go up there and go, God, this, God, that, and then have this blasphemous thing? And I'm like, man, the NFL didn't. They did. They missed a lot. You should have took that eight million dollars. Got a better jacket. That <laughs> thing was horrible. Yeah. I'm not religious, and I was offended by that. So I'm like, good lord, you can't. You can't represent the guy you kept saying saved while you're standing out there with the real people who saved you. And they say, yeah, love that Jesus. You know, he's depicted on my back as uh, some sort of burned up version of SpongeBob on a cross. I'm like, I don't know what that was. Looked like a garbage pail kid. <laughs> Yeah, that was a few things I missed completely while watching at the bar, and I think I liked it better at the bar. Cause yeah. I'm like, oh, good, I didn't dive into any of the nonsense. But yeah, that Pat Tillman thing, I was watching that. This is a recruiting film for the military, and that is not a guy you want, uh, you know, people diving deep into military stuff uh, thinking about Pat Tillman, because you're going to find out fast that they did a terrible job handling his death. Terrible. Top it's to amazing bottom. that, it, you know, with the way the information travels, it's the reason why we found out about this. And you look at the previous wars, World War Two. Found out about what? Pat Tillman? As far as the whole friendly fire thing happening. Oh, yeah. yeah. It happened. No, it happened more. all the time. Man. But I mean, we used to have casualties that were a lot different uh, back before, you know, 50,000 people would die in a day in World War Two, where, you know, you didn't even come close to that. In Vietnam, I think, got 50 or 60 total. And then this last one was thousands, but it wasn't that much by comparison. So we were definitely more precise. On our side. Oh, yeah. Oh, we, millions died. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, on our end, we didn't lose as many as normal. We're more precision strike. But, yeah, it's that Pat Tillman thing was like, well, this is – I was sitting there. I was cringing. I'm like – and I don't get uncomfortable really. I'm like, oh, this is not what happened. This is not a – they're putting a lot of sugar on this. This is not a pretty thing. This is not something to glorify by any stretch. Pat's end was not a glorious end, as much as they want to pretend it was. His his intentions were incredible. His brain is different than anyone else in the world. Leaving football for that. I mean, that was... In, I mean, in World War II, that was the case. Most of those baseball players... They pretty much just stopped playing ball. Wanted Ted to Williams, go. There's a couple of years just missing from statistics. We're going to World War II. Anyway, it was nuts. But, yeah, I watched that, and I'm like, ooh, I didn't see that. I'm glad I didn't. That, was, that is not something that you should. That shouldn't be a, a fun, uplifting moment. That's a sad, sad American history story. So, other than that, I guess the NFL did pretty well. It's like going to have the highest uh, viewed stream and live TV uh, event ever third watch television show of all time on just TV. And then you start adding in the streaming and stuff. The most streamed event ever in Fox history. It's pretty awesome. So Highest number on the TV side since 2017. Yeah. Well, the TV was, yeah, the TV was a monster. Like Six years. Million. 18% higher than last year and crushed the COVID Super Bowl, which evidently no one watched. But, uh, yeah, it was a, a big number. And they, they say by the time it's all over, another week or two. And I don't know who's doing this streaming it again or watching it now, but 200-plus million people will have watched the Super Bowl on a screen or tablet or something. 200 million. 
That's incredible. So they did pretty well. So those advertisers are getting their money's worth. That's pretty good. Uh, and I am, you, br- you brought up that you played pickleball this weekend, Brady, and I don't know if you're paying attention to what's going on with pickleball, but a uh, lot of trouble. Because here's the problem with pickleball. I've played it. It's easy. You can, if you've never played, you could go out today and play, and you'll be fine. You'll, you compete. Yeah, you, you can enjoy you it. You can enjoy it. Yeah, nobody's going to be a pro. You're not going pro. I'm not going pro. Oh. You can be a little competitive, uh, but you can pick up a paddle and a wiffle ball, and me and Brett could go out and have a pretty decent game right now. You can pull something off. Right. You could play. And that's the reason why it's America's fastest growing sport is because every dolt on the planet with legs and, uh, you know, uh, the ability to walk or run and not even run that much can go out and play pickleball. It isn't a it isn't a game that takes you months to master. To get really really good at it. Sure. But I even watched the pickleball Yeah, the level I will say the level of it on the pro side has It's not that great. I've watched it on TV. Well, it's good. The well, doubles you're not thing just like, saying the level of play. I'm just saying in the last 2 years Oh, sure. Has it's gotten better. Amazing. But I watched their uh, championships the other well, it was a month ago, I guess they had something going on and I'm like this looks like country club pickleball to me. The ladies, nothing special. The guys were good, but it was doubles, so nobody was moving. I mean, you're just standing in the same spot. There was like a step left and right. Anyway, the game's kind of a simple, you want to go play this, trust me, you'll be fine game. Uh, nobody has to go, oh, I'm, I'm not that athletic. It doesn't matter. You'll be all right. You'll figure it out. Some people better than others, like anything else. But the bigger problem is that little annoying noise. Yeah. So when you're playing... These little plastic paddles hitting that wiffle ball make this tink, tink, tink. And it's kind of an annoying noise. But if it's just you and another guy and you're playing, like I've played with my friend Mark, and uh, it's usually just the two of us out there at his place, and it's a, it's a tolerable sound. Now, multiply that by about 25, and that's what's being built on these tennis courts no one was using in a lot of places that are right up against people's homes. People are getting violent. The noise is driving them insane. And I can imagine with pickleball, just constantly, it sounds like one of those kids' Fisher Price lawnmowers with the balls, only amplified and nonstop for hours on end because it's <laughs> people won't stop playing, especially in this weather. Uh, not today, but you know, in uh, Arizona climate, it's going nuts. And HOAs didn't do it. They did a decibel check on stuff, and after a while, it's enough to drive a person insane. Like they're like these are the these if are the, you had all the courts going. At- they compared it to noise torture in wars. Like if you're forced to listen to this for two hours, you'll spill secrets. And these people have these places that had nice tennis courts behind them, and it's a more steady sound. Tennis is a bigger, bigger court, yeah. so you'll get two or three games going at once. No big deal, and it's not a a deafeningly almost high pitch. After a while, they they played the sound of the noise these people are dealing with. They turned two or three courts into like twelve pickleball courts, and it's just ding, 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 ding. It's nonstop, and these people just like, I can't go in my backyard. I try to enjoy like a nice evening in the backyard. I can't do it. And they didn't ask us if they could switch to pickleball. Uh, the HOA didn't do anything. So now lawsuits are coming. Pickleball courts are going to come with giant fines now if you try to do it in a neighborhood or you try yeah, to add more. I can imagine it's crazy. And I wouldn't have thought. They're ah. building uh, an indoor one here, but um, out at Bell Bank Park, yeah. they yeah, had that professional one. tournament two weeks ago. That's 40 courts yeah. with matches. Annoying. But they're away from uh Yeah, they're not my the people. Yeah. My friend had uh, two Wait, basketball right, courts noise? get built right outside of his house. They had a common area for this uh, neighborhood, 
and they put in two basketball courts. And for some reason, these basketball courts got wildly popular. And there's like not only just pickup games, but like, you know, two games going on each half court on each court. So you got four games going at once and guys just bounce and wait in their turn for the next game. So there's like 70 people, and, and I went, I and went it's over. it's constantly I going. I remember once it was at, from 5 at night, and, and good weather days, when you want to be outside, 5 at night until 11 when the lights went out. It was never-ending basketballs. And you don't think about that, like basketball shouldn't bother you that much until it won't stop. And I'm like, man, I would have told you you're a pussy, get over it, had I not stood in your backyard and heard this. It's a nightmare. It's a cacophony of misery. So now these pickleball neighbors are starting fights with the pickleball people. So it's it's getting to the point now where you're driving people nuts. Prediction. April. Ten dead on a pickleball. Somebody's going to start shooting. The, the, the noise that they played on the news last night, I was like, oh. Oh, it's like somebody with bubble wrap in your ear while you're trying to sleep. It was never ending. But it's causing, like, massive problems. They're, they're going to start suing. So HOAs are going to get sued now. So your HOAs are all going up because they got a lawsuits to handle the pickleball things. And they're getting kind of cocky, like, nah, you know what? Deal with it. And then they, they hired these guys with these decibel meetings. They're like, this is what you would do to torture someone. These are the, these are the steady decibel heights of noises at this pitch that they use to torture people at this kind of length of time, you know, three, four hours of nonstop. And, you know, you go in your house and you shut the doors and you ignore it, but you can still kind of hear it. It's pretty hilarious. Uh, it's a type one meter they used or something like that. And they said they separate. They're trying to figure out how to make pickleball paddles less uh, noisy. You got to so do, do the, the ball. You have to modify something there. I, I don't know what you'd do. There's a, it's a wiffle ball. You have to have it be a wiffle ball. So it has to be that same kind of hard plastic. Yeah, they converted some courts right by my dad's house. He's in a cul-de-sac. At the end of the cul-de-sac, they did it. If you're outside, you can hear it. In the backyard, you're okay. But yeah. if you go out front, he, he doesn't open his front windows anymore. He's just like, because Man. it's nonstop for yeah. him, too. Yeah, See? but the, yeah. He, the rear windows, he's fine. So he's like, eh, I don't care. Yeah, and eventually, you might get used to it. But right now, there's some old people. It's just new. I mean, you imagine yeah. that moving yeah. into your neighborhood oh, all of a sudden. Put that in your backyard. Because like, they converted uh, oh. where um, Kirby's playing tennis now, and it's that... Uh, Gene Autry Park in Mesa, and they've converted a bunch of uh, courts yeah. into pickleball too. But you know, you got that orange grove. I don't think there's, there's houses nearby. I mean, these are like right up against yeah. it. these houses that they're talking about. The backyard goes up against the fencing for the actual courts. Well, there used to be tennis, and tennis for some reason, you know, it's a little slower noise. But this is a constant. It only tapping. used to be the battle with the lighting. Yeah. Now you're dealing with and noise then, you know, and you put, lighting. And I'm fine with it. You put a, a, a curfew on the lights. We yeah. figured out the lights at a, at a park in Tempe once. It wasn't up against houses, but we figured out how to wire them. We could stay out all night. And now they we can play basketball they hood them decent, pretty sure. good on the back. Push it straight down. But, man, I didn't think about it until I heard the noise, and I'm predicting a pickleball murder. I'm, I, it will be a full pickleball melee of people with fake knees and, you know, middle-aged 55-year-old pseudo-athletes who keep wanting to tell everybody how tough this game is, and it's not. The first day I played, I played with uh, the court champion at Paradise Valley Country Club. 11 to 9, I lost. I'm like, <laughs> Tight battle. The first time I've ever played this game. First time. You're pretty good. You get a little topspin on that serve. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's wiffle ball. I, it's just, this isn't tough. Well, you can move around pretty good. I'm like, I've got two fake hips, sir. I'm like, if I'm moving and impressing you and you're the 
And, and maybe the the champion for the country club isn't exactly. He might have been a, like a sixty plus champ. Yeah, but he's strutting. He's got his little paddle. He's got he's a spin on it. Walks around with that trophy under his arm. Anybody on a talent that champ? And come up to the top of the mountain and try to knock me off? I'll give you a run. All right, let's go. You move pretty fast. You're like a cat. Like, I've got two fake hips. One's not even like fully healed yet. I don't like playing with you, Quicksilver. All right, <laughs> weirdo. But yeah, it's you know. But it's Ty, t- would you like to partner up with me in the club championship? <laughs> That's what it was. It was basically Bushwood, where I just showed up and I'm some magic man. You're pretty good. You want to play in the pro or the member member guest? member guest? I'm like, what as what? My partner. I'm like, no. I don't want accolades for pickleball. This is embarrassing. They're even out here. Fat America loves pickleball because you don't, move. You don't have to do. It's not athletic. You you have to move. But it's not like racquetball or tennis no. or anything. No. And our fascination with racquetball in America for a while there was pretty crazy because everybody could kind of pick it up. Then racquetball starts moving pretty quick. The skill level gets yeah. up there. Pickleball can go quick, but it's never yeah. fast. Especially that doubles thing. I watch doubles and I'm just like laughing because I'm like, that's this just, you're just ping pong. Oh, I made a step to, oh, I made a step to the right. And sometimes you got to chase a little bit. Most of the time it's just old American women. And that's the other thing. It's a lot of wives and husbands uh, spending time together. Yeah. And they can play too, which is a man's nightmare is to drag his wife along to whatever athletic endeavor he wants to be part of. Uh, ladies tease nightmare look it's the closest thing to swinging without swinging it is and partner up with other people's wives you know what it is it's erectile dysfunction swinging it's none of these guys can get their dicks hard anymore summit medical is not there for them and uh, they're like you know what i've always wanted to play with phyllis so i'm gonna be on her team for a little bit maybe uh, watch your ass wiggle in front of me and imagine what it used to look like 35 years ago because it's it's tear dropping now there's something going on in the middle of that thing i think her mesh is failing (laughs) <laughs> but, yeah, pickleball is not something that I'd look at and go, Oof, elite athletes. Because anybody can do it. And that's the beef these people have is that all these people are just picking up. And it's like eight bucks. You go get a paddle for nothing at Target. So it's not like buying a nice tennis racket no. or a racquetball no, well, racket you could or something. Use it, you could well, use a good pickleball racket, you know, they're... Stop it. It's a piece of... 125 bucks, 140 bucks. <laughs> it's a piece of plastic. But you can get one for 20 Getting bucks. robbed. Okay. Yeah. If you're spending $125 on that plywood piece of garbage, and well, this one has the technology. I'm like, no, it doesn't. You're an idiot. You'll see the merchandising oh, is already expanded. It's going to go crazy yeah. because people want this. There's bit. sections now in stores. That people want wow. this game to be their new... You know, I'm pretty good at pick- Everybody's every All of you listening right now already are pretty good at pickleball. Unless you're blind. Or your, your hands are, like, you have broken arms. Even with broken arms, they'd be like, you can play. You'll be all right. I'll, I'll, you'll be on my team. We'll be fine. It is not a game for, you know, a, a, that's the reason it's grown in, like, a year. Everyone can pick up and play. Everyone. Is it fun? Sure. Yeah. It's great fun. But it's, uh, you know, you get some people who understand, you know, the quick drop shots and little things like that. But it takes, yeah. like, two or three times to play. It's a game where tennis, neat. you might have one or two shots point. This, at least, you could have ten shots in Tennis one has point. some real estate. Yeah. You have to cover some ground playing tennis, especially singles. You're moving around pretty good in tennis. That's athletic. Pickleball. Phyllis has a drink in her hand half the time. Nine zero. We're killing you guys. <laughs> I'm going to eat something while I play. It is not. And so to have like 700 people, it's easy. Put 15 courts in those people, there's going to be a murder. There's going to be a, a major pickleball death coming soon. 
because it's driving people nuts. I never once thought of that noise being up against houses. Oh, people are gonna, people are gonna lose it. And like you said, your friend already built a pickleball court in his backyard. It, it, it took his tennis court out, yeah, and put in pickleball because I'm not playing tennis anymore. That's a lot, and you can play pickleball for a while, and you don't even need to shower up to go to the next place. We played in August the first time I played. That old man did not like the fact that I was running with him. Either. I'm acing him. Wow, that's a hell of a serve. I don't, know, I don't know what I'm doing. All right, now you can't run into the kitchen. I don't know what that means, but okay. Worst directions in a game for me. Stay yeah, out stay of the out kitchen. of the kitchen. That's one of the rules. You can't go in the <laughs> kitchen. What's the kitchen? It's this little tiny box. You can't if oh, you can't put your feet in it. It's a line you can't <laughs> cross over. And you don't need to ever. <laughs> yeah, good for you. Nice shot. Next. And then you just... But that'll mean that's a good serve. You should be in my. You should be my partner. You don't have a partner yet, champ. I think there's a picture of me on the wall at Paradise Valley Country Club. Third place. My, I don't even know where. I, I don't know what happened. But yeah, you're all listening right now. Even post Valentine's Day, start your day with a blowjob. You can compete in pickleball with your dead legs. It's not a hard sport. Simple stuff. Unless you're a moron and you're going for home runs, and even then, that's hard. Home runs are hard to hit with that ball. Simple stuff. But uh, there's going to be a murder. Because when they played that sound yesterday in the news, I'm like, oh, my God, I would kill someone in about 20 minutes. These people listen to this from 5 till 10 every night. They're doing, like, little tournaments for the neighborhood. and Oh, that sound. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just trying to watch, you know, old Seinfelds or Wheel of Fortune or whatever it is in the 55-plus community. Great shot, Gladys. Thanks, George. Want another drink? No, my glass is still full. Serve away. So, within a year, you're you're saying that Griselda is going to be reporting from the pickleball course. <laughs> Forty people killed again today in pickleball wars. There'll be pickleball wars. I'm I'm going to predict pickleball wars. Homeowners versus pickleballers. Pickleballers could not run fast enough. As athletic as they thought they were, they could not get away from the speed of the bullets. <laughs> the HOA says that they will not pay for cleanup of all the blood and dead pickleballers. And if you spent more than $12 for a pickleball paddle, you are a fool. <laughs> and uh, you should send your money to me, Griselda Saltino, KTA, our news. Yeah, there'll be murders. Cause, and it's also somewhat annoying to watch a bunch of 65-year-olds strutting like they've just, like they're Michael Jordan. Five seven two. <laughs> I got this guy in the bag. <laughs> right, stop being cocky. It's pickleball. It's like being good at you know potting plants. That's the thing that'll drive you nuts, though. Too the young oh. young people going over getting thrashed by a sixty five year old guy right. in doubles. You put him one on one, and the young guy's just like clunk. Yeah, <laughs> and he's trying to run to the other side, and it's almost like you put him on a treadmill. Ah, that's a good shot, youngster. That's kind of what I was doing that old man. He's standing over there. I'll hit it over here. <laughs> Can we take a little break? I'm like, why? Because I had to run seven steps. Oh, yeah, sorry about that, MJ. I didn't realize, goat. You know what else I didn't see in the Super Bowl that I wish I would have because I'd have started a cascade of booze at the... When they put LeBron James on the screen, they had him on the big screen at the stadium, too. I thought LeBron had stuff to do. I thought the Lakers were playing. But evidently, he can do whatever he wants. He's, he's the GOAT. He can do whatever he wants. He was in town with his pickleball team. Did you see what he did? They put him up. This arrogant prick is like the least liked great player of anything ever. They put him on the big screen on the on the on at the stadium. He's on the TV. 
and he mimics a crown on his head. <laughs> wow. The king is in the house. That might be, well, he, he may be the biggest dick in sports history. He may be the least likable man in sports history. Period. He put it, he, you don't say, a week after he said, I'm probably the best basketball player that's ever played the game, ever. Because he's got the points title. Well, keep in mind, he got his points champion. It's an impressive number. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who he passed, hit one three-pointer in his entire career. Michael Jordan had 32,000 points in 15 seasons. LeBron's passed that and going to go for more. It so, was just Jordan, and it was just Jabbar. It wasn't King James. What do you mean? That's his nickname. Oh, King that's what he gave so it to himself. Kind of, yeah. yeah, he gave it to himself. And then he'll occasionally put a fake crown on his own head after he anoints himself greatest player of all time. This dude is a douchebag. Watch this. Yeah, Brett just pulled it up. Video. I think it's just a picture. It's there. a picture of him placing the crown on his own head when they put him on the big screen. Because that's what video. people in uh, Arizona and Philly and Kansas City love. LeBron James puts on his own crown. <laughs> Dick. And I love that the headlines are all LeBron goes corny, embarrassing gesture at Super Bowl riles up viewers. And I don't think he's Floyd Mayweather. I don't uh, Floyd Mayweather. There's Floyd a, looked good. Well, there's a touch of Floyd that knows the audience hates him and he likes it. He plays the black. He plays hat the villain. Pretty. He plays the villain and he knows it. The dude beat up a, a, a Hispanic person or a Mexican every Cinco de Mayo and every Mexican Independence Day. He would drag out someone to get all of Mexico interested. And uh, it was just, a, he knew what he was doing. LeBron thinks people like him. Look at this idiot. LeBron James. He waves to the crowd, puts a crown on his head, and the whole place evidently just went, okay, three, two, one, boom. <laughs> yeah, where's Colin when we need him? Colin would have blasted that one. Yeah, terrible. LeBron James. You know, I'm the greatest that's ever played the game. You're not allowed to say that. We can say that, but I'm the GOAT. No, you don't You do not do that. We do that. It's our debate, not yours. You can think it, but a decent person thinks it and keeps it inside. I'm better than Michael Jordan ever was. I'm better than all of them. Anyone who's ever played, I'm the best of all time. Okay. We disagree, I guess, with you, guy who said he's the best at the thing he does. That's what bad guys do in wrestling because they know it makes the crowd mad. And then to put that crown on. Oh, I wish I'd have seen that. The booing at uh, CB Live would have just been wear it. never ending. Just oh, he will. He, he'll get, get one. one made. He'll get one. He'll have the Jughead crown. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, he is. Wow, is he unlikable. I mean, he breaks the, re- the scoring record to tell you exactly how important he is. He breaks the scoring record in the NBA. His team loses. Lose the game. Lose the game. Man, he throws a party at his house for himself. You guys want to come over? Anthony Davis is in trouble with the Twitter world because uh, when uh, Jordan hit, or uh, Jordan, when uh, LeBron hit the shot to pass Kareem, he wasn't excited. And they had to look, why why were you so down on LeBron's accomplishment? He goes, We were losing. I I guess I was aware of what was going on, but we were losing the game. I didn't know we were going to stop and celebrate being down seven. I didn't know that was, I thought, you know, great accomplishment, but you're losing the game. We're in a fight for, like, a playoff spot. We're not very good. It's crazy. So, yeah. And I'm still in street clothes. Yeah, well, he's playing, man. That dude, when he's playing this year, he's playing. He, he'll get hurt. He's un, he'll be a non-factor because he's fragile. But when he's playing, he is balling. 
He's better than LeBron on that team right now. But no, 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 don't have, LeBron is the best that's ever walked the earth. It's like when J-Lo shows her ass on Twitter and goes, still looks great, right? It's like, lady, stop saying your ass looks good. That's what we say. We're the ones who tell you you look nice. You don't come into a room and go, I look nice, don't I? It's like, what are we supposed to say? No. We're just going to hurt your fragile little feelings. This is the best outfit I've ever had on, and I think I'm wearing a beautiful. I think I look fantastic. Look at my ass. Isn't my ass amazing? Okay. No one wants to hear that. I'm supposed to walk around knowing, I think my ass looks pretty good today, and then wait for Kristen downstairs to go, oh, that ass. Because she does it to me every time I'm in my Mac Weldon's. <laughs> pretty awesome. But, uh, yeah. LeBron. Has, has anybody gotten a hold of Jordan since he's done this? Like, anybody asked him what he thought? I don't think Jordan, he won't, he won't comment I don't think on Jordan him. would go into a battle. Yeah, I don't think so either. The greatest. I think well, he Jordan, knows. Jordan, he, and deep down we know he knows. Yeah. But Jordan doesn't have to go on TV and go, I'm the best player that's ever played, by the way. That's what an insecure person would yeah. do. LeBron sucks. And I hope they make the playoffs, and I hope the Suns are in a position to knock them out again. That with, with Kevin Durant. Jordan and, oh, I mean, gosh. Kareem, most of those guys know their legacy speaks for itself. Right. Yeah. Just like, Kareem's very quiet about his team. No, he knows he's maybe the best player to ever play. There's probably some people there that had no idea Kareem scored that many points. Kareem never gets the credit for being the greatest player to ever play the game. Uh, transcendental. Changed basketball all the way around. Changed everything. Magic Johnson changed the game. The way it was played, the way it looked, the way everything about it. Uh, LeBron Jordan. Jordan changed the game. Steph Curry changed the game. LeBron played the game incredibly well. That's it. Put that crown on your big dumb head. Idiot. I think Charles had a top ten he was doing. And basically Steph Curry wasn't in it. Magic wasn't in Bird. And he goes... Not greatest of all time. These guys were game changers. Yeah. That was his point. He's like, Steph Curry changed the game. Changed Larry the game. Larry Bird. Changed the game. Magic Johnson changed the game. Yeah. You didn't They're have, in the top 20. You but didn't have top six 10. foot 10 inch guys running the court before them. Running yeah. point. point. That's guard. crazy. Nuts. Anyway. Uh, there's uh, Charles Russell here. He has his list. Yeah. So it's Jordan, Oscar Robertson, Will Chamberlain, Kareem, Bill Russell, Kobe, LeBron at seven, Tim Duncan, Hakeem, and Jerry West at ten. Yeah. It's an arguable list, but it's Absolutely. a good list. Yeah. I kick Kobe off of there because the shooting percentage Then below he notes about Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, yeah. Elgin yeah. Baylor, Shaquille. And half of that stuff. Right behind him. Half of that stuff is Charles just doing that so people do argue. Because he knows deep down Magic Johnson changed the game. He probably doesn't want to admit it because they were in the exact same era. And he probably felt like he had the better of Magic Johnson. He played against a lot of those guys and thought, eh, I could handle this one. Yeah, Kareem, Kareem never gets the credit. Oscar Robertson never gets the credit. But it's another era where there wasn't as many good players, so you could, you could show out a little bit more. Anyway, Suns are back tonight. No Durant yet. Probably next week. He's supposed to do his press conference tomorrow. He's doing it right? this week. He's going to have his presser. And then more than likely his first game will be uh, the following, fr- not this week, but next Friday against Oklahoma. That'll be the first home game. If not, it'll be the one right after that. You buying some laundry? I won't buy jerseys anymore. Uh, only established players. Because basketball, everybody moves around too much. If I would have perched, I'd talk people out of buying uh, Jay Crowder jerseys. So who do you get Jay Crowder? I'm like, don't do it. A, he's old. B's on a three-year deal, and he's in his second year. I didn't know it was going to go this south, but having a Jay Crowder jersey now is bad. 
So I, I just say, get like an old one. Get an Alvin Adams. Legacy. Get, get, get something that, you know, I know Kevin you don't know, Johnson who that, don't know who that is. But Dan Ardsdale. Bark, Barkley still fits for some reason. Dan Marley. Yeah, the Flying Dutchman. Get some Van Ar- <laughs> get a Get an Al McCoy jersey. Just get a jersey that, that says 6'9 on the back of it and just says, oh, brother, just for fun. <laughs> what about a... What about a Booker jersey? Does that you think that's a safe one? Book is sa- uh, for safest. If you were to buy any of the jerseys of this team, Book is the one. Booker's the one. But don't go crazy buying jerseys of players from. I mean, Jay Crowder is in his eleventh year, and this is his eighth team now, Milwaukee. And it's not like he's a great player, but that's what happens. Most of them. Booker's safe till he's not. And these guys usually, at one point or another, go, "I want out." So then you get this Booker jersey, and he goes over to Lakers and crushes, and whatever happens, who knows? Don't buy modern NBA jerseys. Wait till the legacy is complete, and then get them. But right now, if I'm a Suns fan, I maybe buy a Kevin Johnson, uh, Barkley safe. Yeah, there's not many. You got to go back to Sweet D, Walter Davis, <laughs> and I just put Sweet D in my jersey and make people wonder what that is. I think you're safe. With- Whatever name you want to go with on the native jerseys, because they were yeah. part of the team at one time. And <laughs> yeah, I suppose if you if you wanted to just throw any name on there, sure, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> I don't feel comfortable in the native jersey. I feel like I'm appropriating. That's for someone else. Like if I walked around in the native one, I'm like, I really don't know what any of the symbols mean. I'm this isn't right for me to put on. This guy makes a good comment. LeBron James is the Kanye West of basketball. Self-righteous douche that yeah. can't keep out of their own way to actually enjoy their success. Exactly. That's brilliant. That's really well said. Uh, that's pr- You're the LeBron James of words. That's the greatest <laughs> sentence I've ever heard. You should give put yourself your credit. Give you, put your crown on. Wordsmith. But yeah, I just uh, LeBron. Anyway, basketball is all I'm thinking about because football's over. And pickleball, the pickleball deaths. Those are the two things I'm waiting on. Pickleball deaths and basketball. Uh, what was on the Board of Love music today? The Board of Love music yeah, is a yeah. stretch, but okay. Uh, Board of Love today brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. And nothing says love more than taking your old lady out on the trail and getting her back in shape. <laughs> All right. So you should write for Hallmark. <laughs> you can rent a bike. You can lady. buy a bike. Or uh, if you want to head up north this weekend. Of course, they got all the boards and uh, skis for you guys. So that's right. You are my old lady. Back in shape, and I love you very much. <laughs> I would like to take you in the middle of the desert. Oh my God! Not like that. Don't be a bitch. Anyway, <laughs> I ain't gonna kill you. Actionrideshop.com is where you go, or just go down there to Gilbert Road in Southern. And tell Josh you want to get your broad back in shape. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> I bought you this bike for the Valentines, <laughs> so you get your fat ass back to what I remember it as. Uh, obviously, My dearest Winkle, <laughs> I used to love you, but you're huge now, so you get no candy. <laughs> obviously, Pantera, this loves on there. Uh, Steel Panther won't suck itself. Oh. Uh, All that remains, F love. Suicidal Tennessee, some of your money for Hallmark. Uh, yeah. Static X, push it. Jay Giles band making an appearance love with Love Stinks. stinks. Uh, Theory of a Dead Man, Bad Girlfriend, Corns, Love My Way, Typo, Love You to Death. Not a lot of uh, like positive love. Here. L.A. Guns, Kiss My Love Goodbye. <laughs> uh, Rob Zombie, Everybody's Effing in a UFO for Valentine's Day and the Chinese Balloons. A lot of those. Benny Mardones. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> Benny is a sexy song, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's rapey. It's very rapey. Love Stinks is a solid one. I don't understand why people always turn Valentine's Day into how much they hate love. 
F Love from All That Remains is another one. I'm like, wow, somebody wrote a song called F Love. You're not wrong. Let's get Jay Giles and Magic Dick on the harmonica. You like that. Brady, for Brady, maybe a little Brady. Right. Love Stinks by the Jay Giles Band is not a bad idea. That's We'll do it. I wonder if that's in the system. Toledo has already loaded everybody's effing in a UFO. He doesn't want Love Stinks. That just popped up on the screen. He's made it's his not like we asked Whatever. from Boston. Uh, this guy wants to know, is uh, Steve Nash jersey safe? Yeah, that's a pretty safe one. Okay. Nash is a pretty good one. Even though nothing happened. Yeah. You know, you don't really have many options as far as, but you know, like Oliver Miller, Richard Dumas, those are the ones when I see people wearing those, I'm like, nice work. You get it. Like, they're always going to be sons. You don't remember their time anywhere else. Mark West is a gold. That's the one I'd get. And I love the old jerseys, but Mark West was great. (laughs) Love that dude. You don't have a whole lot of Tom Chambers, probably pretty safe. But since they don't have championships, you don't have a lot of Anyone like... from that, you know, oh, 1993 team. team was pretty stacked up. Hornacek was gone by then, but he's a... I liked him. Horny got you, Barkley. He did. But anyway, yeah, what are you going to do? I'm, I, I guess we're playing everybody's effing in a UFO. He won't play Jay Giles. <laughs> you have it? I can get it. Oh, maybe we'll do it anyway. <laughs> I wanted to later in the show, I wanted to have uh, people calling up and try to... Do their like real love, like a Casey Kasem type kind of dedications to people, and we'll play anything you want. But then I started thinking about like how sad this is going to get. Every time we act, oh, our listeners, I think it'll be great. Oh, no, because you think so, and then but one guy will try to be funny, that'll fail, and then someone will call and go, "My wife has cancer." I'm like, oh, and I'm not one for the pulling the heartstrings on the radio. They, the other stations love that when people are dying and they can put it on their air. And go, my uh, husband's got uh, terminal pancreatic cancer, and today's the day for our last Valentine's. I'm like, oh, other stations start crying. And Come I'm on, like, John Jay, get with it. I just want to hang up on him. My God. Let's just keep this private. You don't need to make this a public thing. Could you please play I'm Going to F*** Till Your Pancreas Falls Out? <laughs> oh, God, I didn't know that was a song. Is that a real thing? <laughs> Probably is. I'm sure you're hearing an end of the yeah. pit this weekend. So I'm going to suck your polluted pancreas right out of your urethra by typo negative. Oh, yeah, <laughs> sure. That doesn't surprise me. But, yeah, it's, I'm not into that. Do you have it ready? Uh, do you want that? I want. Oh, I know. We're going to go with everybody's afternoon. All right. Urethra. I got I it remember. if you need it. All right. Let's hear a little bit. of. I don't remember how it starts. I know it's that. Right. I'm already back. <laughs> <laughs> we should just do a series of love songs today. The whole day, just Let's every song we play, you guys call up and give us the song that makes you think of Valentine's Day from any era. Or, how about this? Songs that used to be your song with the one, Ooh. but they're gone now. Mine's Brian Adams. <laughs> we'll do it later. I like that. I like the idea of like email us uh, Holmberg at ninety eight kupd dot com. What used to be your song oh, with no. the one? It's gonna be a bunch of saps. And now you guys suck, and you can't believe that you guys had this as your song. I I never really had a yours. You had your song. Did, you were. What was Brady? Yeah, no. What was Brady's? Uh, <laughs> Celebrate me, home. Kenny, Yeah, that's right. The Kenny <laughs> Brady had songs. Yeah, for that himself. was my own. That was my own. Brady had like LeBron James playlist. It was all about how happy Get people the should car, be. Yeah. Put my crown on. So happy you should be to see me. The king's on his way home. Celebrate me home. 
But I'm going to think about it, like the one particular one. We didn't have, oh, this is our song. I never. Yeah, had I that, guarantee really. you, you did, and you don't remember. There would be some girl, and you pinned back there in the forties that... that we. Yeah, but I don't know. If... As long as it wasn't Benny Mardonos. Yeah, you strike me as the type of guy that uh, had a tape playing while you tried to make out. And... I made this for you. I had a reel-to-reel going in the back of the Subaru wagon. I'm going to kiss you all over. I made this for you because I'm going to kiss you all over. Except the naughty bits are anywhere south of your nipples. Anywhere actually south of your shoulders. We're just going to mouth kiss. It's closed. Closed mouth kissing. I'm going to kiss you on the neck and ask you to go. I want to dry hump you like an animal. <laughs> no, that's not. Sorry, Brady. <laughs> this is Brady's song to his girl. It has nothing to do with her. It's just him coming home, and you should be pretty happy about that, sister. <laughs> it's Kenny Loggins. This one goes out to a lady who is unnamed in the letter. Brady wants to say, he's on his way, baby. And you should be oiled up. Holidays. Of course he knows it. It's a song to himself. Brady, the person he loves more than anybody, he dedicated it to himself. Come on and play Let's turn on every love light in the place. It's time I found Celebrate. my... Son. I'm coming home for the holidays. Let's say a little song. I wrecked my car listening to that. Yeah. Celebrate me. Put that on your playlist in December, Brett. <laughs> if you ever drive to anyone's house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Going to grandma's. This is one of the stranger dedications I've ever had. It's from Brady to Brady. He's evidently <laughs> dating a lady of the same name. Very excited about leaving his apartment in Milwaukee and driving all the way back to Columbus so he can look in the mirror and celebrate himself back. Thank you. Please. Give yes. me one more song. This one once again from Brady to Brady. It's a long drive. He's with himself. And his favorite person is riding shotgun in that mirror. Himself. Thank you, Delilah. <laughs> and now here's a long distance dedication from one guy to himself. So is Casey Kasem stopping by later today? Yeah, maybe we'll have Casey in here reading your... Yeah. All right, that's it. Long distance dedications to the one that got away. And you tell us what your song used to be. And I don't want, uh, I hate everything about you. I want the real stuff. I want some, some of that. Mushy st- love This song. is love. Open it's up. Not, it's not the, the uh, boys yeah. demand and all that up. kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Open up to us and be, because I've told you the story about the girl who sent me Brian Adams several times. And it was that touching thing. I've also told you the story about how the song Sideways uh, will break me down in a heartbeat by uh, uh, Citizen Cope. And it was 20-something years ago yeah. when it came out. And if I hear it now, I'm like, Gah. And it doesn't, I don't even like the, I didn't even like the person I was with then. My uh, ex-wife. I don't, I have no emotional ties to her whatsoever. But that song still just drops me. And I don't know why. Because I don't even know that we did anything to that. But that song kicks my ass. Such a great song. I think it, I think that one just uh, kind of. Brings back every time you miss something. You want you want you want it to be all sideways as as good as it gets. That'll bring up every single person. You're like, God, I wish I could. I wish I could tell them some things. <laughs> sideways is outstanding. But nothing like this. Uh, as Brady's driving, he's about forty miles into his trip with himself, really enjoying his time. The conversation is at an all time high because. No one understands Brady's words quite like Brady himself. Some of these... I don't know what that was. I'm sorry. Evidently, he's hit a bird on his ride home. He's run over a bird. We're gonna, we'll be right back and we clean up the streets of these dead birds that Brady keeps hitting and making these squeaks. 
these half-hearted, strokey sentences brought to you by Brady. Talking to Brady. It's love language. Oh, something just came through. Uh-oh, what do you got? I don't know. Yeah, we'll it's get not for me, Estelina. We'll get a few of them. I'll get some uh, zombie stuff. Uh-oh, this won't be good. We'll get this. And we'll get into I your... I thought of another one, too. Long-distance dedications. Oh. It's... Uh, oh, my friend Mark Stebbings. I remember we were in his 1986 Blue Prelude at Alma School and Guadalupe. And he and his girl Tiffany had broken up. And... uh Every rose has its thorn yeah. came on the radio. <laughs> he put and I'm like, I like this. No, no, no. Oh. I'm like, I like this. He goes, turn it off. That's right. I can't. Tiffany and I, that's, come on, man. There you go. We'll give you some <laughs> He's in tears. Yeah. And it was brutal. And when, and, what's this? Oh, yeah, this is, I'm, I swear, Mark might still, he might pull over and start crying now. <laughs> I've never seen a dude get more emotional. I'm like, come on. Can't be that bad. He's like, no. We're not together anymore. I haven't told you yet. I'm like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> are you going to cry? And he he was done. And then we were playing. Uh, we were just playing. Was the one we threw the cassette out. Oh, he t- well, that was his song too, yeah. but that was a different time. He's like, fuck it off. Because I was a dick about this song he for about a month. Window. Come on, man. <laughs> I can't take it. And then we were playing uh, basketball. Or, yeah, we were playing basketball once at Cri- Crimson Elementary. Crisman? Crisman Elementary. Just one-on-one. Got the Jeep parked up against there making lights. His prelude's parked up there making lights, and we're playing one-on-one. And I, I don't know where Mark just goes, Give it <laughs> And I literally just started my pants. <laughs> You have no idea because no one loves you. I'm like, hey, that stings. He's right. I can't get a girlfriend, but I'm glad now that I don't have one because, Jesus, look what it's done to you. Seriously, bro, turn this down. <laughs> Brett Michaels is inside me. Oh, wait, yeah. So he did that at the light. We had the cassette thing where we're water skiing, and there's six of us in a boat, and the one guy's out in the water, and it's uh, three girls, three guys, and the... Uh, Rusty Bland's out in the water waiting for the rope with the ski. Yeah. And we we had his cassette where he did his karaoke version of Crazy Crank oh, no. to his girlfriend. And it is so bad. <laughs> hi, hi, hi. And we crank it up in the boat. And he can't get to the boat because we gas it and play the whole thing over the whole lake. All right. Here's what I need from all of you because I'm getting a lot more than I thought I was going to. This might turn into a day where we program this day. Yes. Uh, I like those too. I remember. Uh, I need the girl's me. name. I need your name. I need the song you guys had, and we'll make up the backstory on that one. And the artist, if you have it, just oh, in case right there's different here. versions. Because I've got a few that I'm like, all right, I haven't heard that in a while. We got to play that one. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, there's a few gems on here. So, hold <laughs> by Kansas. Yeah, send me the name of the girl or boy, and uh, the song itself. And uh, Mark Stebbins just uh, chimed in with uh, "Every Rose Has Its Thorn" for "Sweet Sweet Tiffany." <laughs> We were such dicks back in the day. When Tiffany would get real tan, she'd turn this dark color. And my friend John started to call her uh, Chief Running Water. She, <laughs> <laughs> we were just, well, it was back in the time we were allowed to do that kind of stuff. <laughs> Are you still dating Chief, uh, my, Chief? My my nightmare? <laughs> Chief Leaky Faucet, Chief Running Water. She had all sorts of names. He, Chief Leaky Faucet was my favorite. You still dating Leaky Faucet? Because her dicks. It's summer. She turns brown. She got real dark. And look, Native American, and so 
my buddy John Stevens started to nickname her things. Bring me some fry bread, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. Anyway, uh, everybody's afternoon a UFO will be today's love song that kicks it off. And then we'll get into your dedication. Long distance dedications for what used to be the one in your embarrassing song together. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. All right. Some of these are hilarious. I didn't expect this to blow up the way it did. Toledo, we're going to have to cancel all the music after the Brady Report and just go all sorts of dedications through KUPD's Valentine's Easy. audience. It is going to be uh, odd, and I'll tell you exactly. This is just the start of it. I'll tell you exactly how it starts with this one, and I had to I had to whittle this down. This dude, I don't know how he did it, and then the time uh, we've announced this to now, but it was like he had this at the ready for us. Um <laughs> it's like a two-page letter he wrote, but I, I'll do the best I can to whittle her away, uh, and then uh, we'll get that together. I don't know what song I should write. I need some uh, romantic, like My Funny Valentine. Do you have that anywhere near? Uh, anything for uh, for the dedication, but it's basically, uh, I don't know, tell me when you're ready. It's uh, from a guy named Larry. Oh, no. And his, not, the, not okay, our Larry. All right. <laughs> it's not our Larry. Don't worry. We all know how that ends. And that's not good. So, yeah, let's, uh, our, not our Larry. Different Larry. I'm all assuming. Right. I hope so. Although this I wouldn't put past our Larry either. My funny Valentine. It's a, dear guys, mine was gross. Sweet comic. The song Valentine. I want to hear is the song you that my parents danced to when they renewed their vows. It happened to also be in the tape deck of our home stereo when I made love to my high school girlfriend for the very first time. (laughs) I turned the stereo on and hit play and was balls deep in a lady for the very first time. Her name was Stephanie. Can I hear Kenny Rogers' lady? (laughs) Oh, yeah, you can. Absolutely. We got to play a little later here. (laughs) This one's for you, Stephanie. Larry. Lady, <laughs> man, I'm oh, you're picturing your parents' dance. She has no idea, but you're just your all erection and bad ideas. It would have been Mickey Gilly in my house. Oh, your mom's first dance was to Mickey Gilly in the, in the tape player. Yeah, that would have been in the tape. Quiet down. Let let Kenny let Kenny win this. It's a great song, though. My love. There's so many ways I want to say. Oh, and the, I love the you. first time you're giving a girl the goods and you're playing this heartfelt ballad. Lionel Richie wrote it. Kenny's dead. Maybe we'll do this for Night of the Singing Dead. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. For, for Kenny and, uh, or for Larry and Stephanie. You have gone. We'll do it for Toledo's mom. <laughs> and maybe such a fool. And the love and the Should all just sing along. We belong together. It's a Michael McDonald song too. Want to believe my song. Oh, Kenny belting it out. Give me the chorus. Oh no, it goes back into that verse. Lady, for so many years I thought. I'd never find you, Brady. <laughs> That's you <laughs> well, this is his version. This is a little <laughs> Brady's better because it's her. Brady. I am your knight in shining armor, and I love you. Oh, Kenny. Forever. This was number one for like thirty-eight Let me weeks. Wait to see that long? That was monster. Nineteen eighty, I think. This is eighty-one. Just 
blew the doors off of me. Let me hear you whisper softly in my ear. I remember that. We were in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and we used to listen to Casey's Top 40 on Sundays. My dad and I loved it. And uh, I remember Casey almost sounded like upset. And for the 36th week in a row, Kenny Rogers' (laughs) goddamn lady. (laughs) (laughs) All right. One more time through the course and we'll get to the I can't. This is a beautiful song. And I always used to like how Kenny could sing, too, because he had such volume. He'd take that mic down to his hip. Imagine that, Casey. Starts out in January and September. <laughs> Kenny Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> it's September, and Kenny's still haunting my dream. Lady. By Kenny Rogers. Lady. It's just beautiful. Thank you for Larry for sharing a story about squirting into that Stephanie girl for the very first. There's little blood stains all over the couch. Kenny oh. Rogers in the background. <laughs> so bad. It was your parents' song, too. You oh, just hit play, God. hoping. I got some. This is a tape in here called Love Songs My Dad Made. Oh, no. Because <laughs> my love. Oh, I can't get enough of this one. There's something. The danger in sparking all these memories is. You don't know if the people are real on text. No, I know. John, I want to dedicate anything clean to my gay friend, Logan Yerk. I know that. Signed, Jordan Lefevre. <laughs> You're, You're my Brady. That's a good one. You're my Brady. Anyway, <laughs> that's the first one. We'll get into that a little bit. Right. That's pretty solid. Th- thank you, uh, Larry. And then Sean says, damn it, man. I'm going to be in a rabbit hole of Kenny Rogers today. Way to go. Once you're off the air. It's Kenny Rogers Day. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Larry will throw in some Kenny Rogers, maybe the gambler. Picked a fine time to leave me, Lucy. 400 children taking a crap in the... Uh, I saw that in the theater. By the way... uh, Love will turn you around. I haven't told you this, but Mr. Jones by the Counting Crows came on. Yeah. And uh, Megan's sitting by me, and she goes... uh, I love this song. Megan, it's a great song. Mr. Jones Lave... No, Mr. Joe Lafeve or something. She thought it was about a guy named Joe Lafeve or something. Mr. Joe Lafeve. What are you saying? What? Joe Lafeve. Like, that's not... The song is actually called Mr. Jones, dummy. Mr. Joe Lafeve. What are you doing? Not out loud anymore. Enough! Not out loud. Keep your terrible lyrics inside. The song's called Mr. Jones. Anyway, uh, it's time now for Brady to give you all the news that only he knows on this beautiful day of love. The love master come to town, baby. Uh, It is Tuesday. It is time for you to think about what we're doing today. And shred your ex. Buy any 10 wings. Get 10 more of the same style for free. Uh, Love sucks. Hooters doesn't. If you bring a picture of your ex in, they'll put it in the shredder and you'll get this deal. Even if you don't. Shred your ex, forget them, go to Hooters, and uh, start talking to those waitresses that uh, aren't going home with you, but it'll at least make you feel like you've got some sort of value in your life. You're still attractive to a Hooters waitress. And that doesn't matter what you look like. Thanks, Hooters. We love you. Happy Valentine's Day. Brady, report it. Good Tuesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's to you. It's also National Condom Awareness Day. That's appropriate. National Donor Day and uh, National Call-In Single Day. 
Oh, come on. <laughs> Go to work. Loser. Woo-hoo. Beat it like the rest of us. Uh, wipe your tummy off and head into the office. Weirdo. Couple of baseless fun facts. According to a study out of Harvard, adults spend as much as 47% of their waking lives letting their minds wander. Hmm. Softball was originally called kitten ball. Hmm. Kitten, by today's standard. Kitten ball. Played by uh, kids over at South Mountain or over at Mountain Side Fitness. The Spice Girls were originally going to be called Touch. Mm. And their fifth member was a woman named Melanie Coloma. Another Melanie? Not Victoria Beckham. Oh. They booted her from the band because her voice was too strong. She's too good. Yeah. What happened to Melanie Coloma? Look her up. She's uh, doing coat check at some restaurant. She was talking about... Evidently her voice wasn't that strong. Yeah. She might be singing at nightclubs or something. <laughs> Still not very good. I know who, the, I know who Victoria Beckham is. That's according is. to her. She, I, the truth is cellulite. And I still don't know how Grandma Spice got through the cuts. Because the red-haired one, Jerry Halliwell, was like 57 when they were telling us what they want, what they really, really want. In the 1930s, before the breathalyzer was invented, police used something called the Drunkometer. It was a huge device that required a person to blow into a balloon. Hmm. Like Arby's that. was the first fast food chain to ban smoking in its locations. 1994. And then, in the late 90s, they banned all patrons because no one went there for like 10 years. Now Arby's <laughs> is good again. Now, Arby's did its best to make it so nobody... They might as well just kept the doors locked for a while. You drive by Arby's and go, wow, they how did. are they? They survived they on this? horsey sauce. And then they made a logo that looks like a tip of a penis, wrote Arby's on it, and everybody flooded back. We have the meats and the logo that looked like a dick. <laughs> you know why you're coming. You know why... Well, you know where you're going to be. <laughs> that ain't horsey sauce. In a new Valentine's Day poll, 26% of Americans say they aren't expecting their significant significant other to spend anything on them this year. It's a trap! Yeah. <laughs> it can be. No, it's it's the right way to go. 35% said they expect their Valentine to spend under 50 bucks. 30% said that probably between uh, 50 and 100. You know, the funny thing is, it's always like women are always like, I just want to spend time and have you listen to me. So don't get her a gift and say, I'm giving you the gift of time and listening. And watch how watch how that lead balloon goes over. Here's a little Valentine's Day. Would you rather uh, go out to a fancy dinner or stay in and order pizza? Pizza. Pizza. It's, uh, 54%. Nobody wants pizza. to deal with the crowds. Watch a romantic comedy from 20 years ago no. you've seen a million times. Nope. In love or watch a newer rom-com that you've never seen before. No rom-coms. If I have to watch a rom-com, it's one I'm familiar with. Like, Love Actually, I'll watch. 66% said. Say Anything, I'll watch. Say Anything is a rom-com. Right, but still. It's kind of. But we're talking like all those movies. Jennifer Lopez has been in eight movies where she's a bride. True. That's not far-fetched yeah, I know. I was going to say, it's more of a documentary. <laughs> just a, they're just following her through life. But those movies, like, I can't tolerate that. Anything with McConaughey and Goldie Hawn's kid, Kate Hudson. All those rom-coms are the worst. Love Actually is a very good romantic comedy. It's a little long, but if you're going to watch one, that's the one. Because Bill Nye saves the day in that thing. Go out with friends on Valentine's Day or go out with a date? Date. 61% said a date. Yeah, because you might get 
action. Go to a movie in theaters or stream a movie at home. Home. On the couch. 71% at home. Yeah. Receive a handmade gift from your Valentine or a lavish gift. Lavish. Well, lavish. Sixty-eight percent said homemade. No, that's garbage. Oh, that's they say that for the for the poll. They don't want to look greedy, but we're all deep down like I don't want you. I don't want you yarning me knitting something dumb. It's been pre-COVID since I've been in a movie theater. No kidding. Yeah, I've only been a couple of times. Since I didn't like COVID, the movies they, before COVID. I stopped I, liking I used movies. To love going to the movies. Ten, fifteen years ago, I was there every weekend. Yeah, and then I realized I don't. Like hardly any of the movies I'm actually going to. Yeah. Like majority of them are bad, and so I uh, very now. I you know, last time I went to the movies was uh, for Elvis because I wanted to hear it in a big room. That was good. That was good. But uh, and in then the theater, Silence of the Lambs before was the last one, and that Here's was when they re-released it. Oh, the re-release, yeah. Smoking the Bandit too. Smoking the Bandit. That's yeah. right. We went and saw that. That's right. Here's some last minute Valentine's date suggestions. Romantic walk through a park, oh. then go out for a dessert. <laughs> Getting matching tattoos together. Twink. This is the one I told you earlier. That's a regret. Wait Iconic fast food date where you both dress up fancy and bring a tablecloth and silverware. Yeah. By the way, these suggestions from L Magazine. Yeah. There is something nice to do, but you know it's better if it's not on Valentine's Day. I just I I if if I came home and there was a table set and like my favorite food and just lingerie and like it's like April 14th what's going on just a day like that would Tears. mean that would mean Tears. oh I'd sob like a baby <laughs> lady I'd just start singing it so the guy said on text John my my gal is a penny pincher so I wait until tomorrow yeah. 50% off and I get all the bu- all the benefits <laughs> she's not the penny pincher you are you're blaming her that for your that was one of the cheapness. things in the poll about the uh, buying candy would right. you are you okay with them buying it the next day? Come or on, around? stop it! <laughs> if you roll in and go, my, my girlfriend's a penny pincher, so I'm sick. You're the penny pincher if you're going into CVS tomorrow for the restock. It's a great idea if you like candy, but this can't be real. John, I'm watching Channel Three, and they just did a story about a service that will arrest you in front of your wife, drop you off in the woods with camping and fishing gear, then take you back home tomorrow after Valentine's Day. Why would they have to arrest you for that? <laughs> no. Oh, so you can get away with it. So you can get away with it. <laughs> you hate your wife so much, you fake being arrested. So she's going to call and try and bail you out, and you're going to yeah. be like, I have to stay overnight. A 24-hour scramble to find out where you've gone. <laughs> That's a terrible idea. A 20, 20-year-old woman in Indiana named Zephanie Pennywell was arrested last week after she got into an argument with a 26-year-old man. It's unclear what the fight was over, how they knew each other, but police say Zephanie chased him, grabbed him by the shirt, then grabbed the pants right in the crotch area wow. and started to yank. They have video of it happening, which uh, was handed over by the roommate. She later admitted to the police she grabbed him in the D, mm. tried to hurt him. In the D? Yeah, she, in, she grabbed in it. She grabbed him by the D. That's better. <laughs> Getting in the D. That dude's got a urethra yeah. like mine. Man. Zephanie was charged with battery. There's no update on the dude's condition. How his manhood survived her. Sure. Well, Sounds the, like he's okay. the denim probably protected a lot of that. Just some bruising and some some wear and tear. Bumps and bruises associated with love.
Orange juice futures have doubled to $2.60 per pound over the last year. That's up from $1.40. It's another thing. Trading happening. places that's was I was just going to say. OJ's going to go through the roof. Frozen yep. concentrated orange juice. Mortimer nailed it. Which you might combination find a bacon, of, uh, lettuce, and tomato <laughs> sandwich. <laughs> oh, that's a great movie. This was an amazing moment that happened in Brazil. Christ the Redeemer got strike by, or got struck by lightning. It's uh, not the first time it's happened, but this is the time they they, they caught it on cool. video. Hundred and thirty foot statue. Um, Hasn't Christ been through enough? He, he took it like a champ. Yeah, he's you know he's doing it to himself. Really. I was going to say he just he's showing off at that point. Watch this, you guys. <laughs> All right, he's basically David Blaine now. No damage. <laughs> oh come on! I think there was some damage one time before that. Whoa, but that's a. It's the third time in fifteen years this statue has been yeah, struck. It's the highest mountain. point on the mountain. Wow, that's pretty awesome, though. <laughs> Look at oh, that. That's I like mean, a horror movie right up. there. Well, hey, let me up. say it for all you religious people, because you're the ones who believe in them. Way to go, Satan. That's the coolest picture I've ever seen. Blasting that big porcelain Jesus in Rio. <laughs> that's good stuff, man. Oh, that's a Metallica album cover if I've ever seen it. It is. That's more Slayer. That's very Slayer. You're right. <laughs> Let's just put a right Jesus. on his head. Let's put a Jesus at the highest point in the city, and uh, we'll have him, uh, you know, like a big lightning rod. Great idea. You'll like this. this maybe you heard about this restaurant in New Jersey, Nettie's House of Spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Starting March 1st, kids under the age of 10 are not allowed to uh, come into the I'm restaurant. going there. Where, what's it called? Nettie's House of Spaghetti. No, I'm sorry. It's called oh, The Greatest God. Restaurant of All Time. Field trip. Nettie's Spaghetti is my favorite place. I'll, I, I don't care if they shave. They said, sorry, we know we'll uh, you know, make some families upset, but we're done with it. Brett, restaurant Clean that serves Italian food but only with ragu sauce doesn't allow kids or a place full of kids. Best Italian food you've ever had. Man, I'll, I'll suffer. I'll go. You'll do yeah. ragu with no kids? With no kids? I'm Absolutely. Nettie's Spaghetti, we're on worse. our way. How do we franchise Nettie Spaghetti here? Get JSX on the phone. We're flying out. <laughs> Just maybe a little heads up for other uh, restaurants here. Yeah, kill you the kids. do the same thing. Planned Parenthood, the restaurant. Hanger steaks. And imagine that. They're like, you know. <laughs> Hangers. Aborted fajitas. We've done this. Oh. Let's get to some radio videos. We'll open up with a quick one. It's a video that's gone viral. Grandma face planning at a gender reveal. Okay. They get so excited. They oh, forget know. about grandma. Old tile floor. Oh, oh she's Ooh. dead. What were yeah, they propping her up? She shows off. She should have been in the wheel. Wow, they just <laughs> oh, threw oh, grandma straight down. He kind of booted her. That might be great, grandma. Hey, did he hip checked her? <laughs> that is an old lady. Yep, hip checked her. <laughs> Broken she hip right there. Like a big fat cotton swab getting thrown on the earth. Yeah, that's great, Grandma. Yeah, that's... She's going to be dead in nine months anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> she's not going to meet this kid. Nope. She's going to be like Toledo's dad. She's never going to see that baby. That is an old woman. <laughs> she's like a cabbage patch doll. Why is she doll. in the front row? <laughs> <laughs> Babu! Why did they dress her as the thing she looks most like, <laughs> which is a cabbage patch lady? <laughs> Put, put her, her in, put her in cabbage patch clothes and throw her on the ground. It's yeah. hilarious. She's, she's 
No chance. No yeah. chance. No, those <laughs> hips are done. Trust me, I, I speak from experience. That lady's not getting up. Wheel her back over to where she's going to die. Next one, this dude's at a carnival. He's in like a hamster wheel that... Those are amazing. 360. Yeah. It spins. The wheel yeah. spins. He's in this big centrifuge that's going. And I don't know what this thing's called, but it's scary. And they get on the outside. Well, not like that. That's not supposed Ow! to happen. <laughs> he fell out of it. Let me see that again. There he is doing his dance. Whoops. Up, out the corner, down. Oh, and he hits the bottom of it. Apparently, uh, dislocated elbow, oh! fractured vertebra, oh! fractured three ribs, collapsed lung. Go watch the uh, Cirque du Soleil pull Ow! that one off, too, because they do a double one. Where dudes are jumping jump rope on yeah. top of it. Yeah. It's I, I almost threw up a few times watching these guys almost die on that thing. This is Kung Fu Cat. They're calling Great. it amazing, the reflexes no. of cats. This is a snake, a venomous snake. Okay. Watch the cat's reaction. Way, to, add, way to add the suspense. Yep, they're quick. Yeah. Slow mode. Oh, the cat was gonna. Oh man, that's Matrix. Stuff he was right going there. to strike yeah, him. It comes again. It was a second oh. hit. Oh, the cat's two and land. He's got a good counterpunch. Yeah. I would immediately name that cat Canelo. Cinnamon, it is. He's got the red it's hair. He's like, that is the Canelo Alvarez of cats. Look at he's gonna strike him when the cat counters the move. Man, that's fast. You know why? Because like you know, in boxing, you can't draw your punch back before you throw it. Good right. fighters will see that. The snake pulled back a little, and the cat saw it. The other cats around there aren't scared either. Oh, that's awesome. Money May is just under a year old. By the way, this is set up. There are, <laughs> the there are three the, house yeah, cats cat training. in the jungle. And a black mamba <laughs> and a guy with a camera at Kobe? cat height. Yeah, that's exactly right. They're in the, they're, yeah, they're, Kobe is whipping it out again for some pussy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you have anything or are you busy? I'm busy. All I right, got, he's got, I got too many songs. dedications going here, that's so right. I'm DJing. Brett's DJing my, uh, our dedications. <laughs> And if you want to bring him on, oh, you got more. <laughs> I don't. This song, it's uh, my best friend Alex and I were making out with her girlfriends at her dad's house to the song "Turn Out the Lights" by World Class Wrecking Crew. <laughs> we were dry humping, heavy petting, making out, nothing else. Amazing and pathetic all at the same time. Thank you, Lauren. Or that's Kirk. I'm sorry, Lauren didn't do that. <laughs> Read the wrong name. <laughs> Lauren was getting dry humped to the wrecking crew. Change the whole scene. <laughs> wrecking crew. <laughs> Is this wrecking crew? Oh, yeah. oh, Brett's got it ready. I don't know this way. Do I know this one? Yeah, here I'll get a little bit into it. And this one goes out to three girls with chafed thighs and dry vaginas. It's from Ripping. Kirk Williams. Oh, yeah. Kirk and Alex want to say they remember dry humping you until you chafed Dr. Dre's original band. Oh, that's right. Hey. What's happening, baby? I'm the one who needs no introduction. Because I'm the world-class doctor. There he is. The master of seduction. Yeah. I can heal all your ills. Eels? And give you Try humping multiple ladies. Oh, to yeah. this. But only if you allow me to turn off the lights. Yeah. Michelle lays in this. Oh, this is when they got yeah. they got in big fights after this. I forgot. This is a good one. This kind of makes me want to dry hump. That's so much. So much pressure. 
<coughs> if a woman ever said that to me, if you want to make love, you better be good at it. I'm like, oh, we shouldn't do it then. I, I, let's I call it a night. I feel like I've kind of still got gains. I'm not doing any else, but this is it. Yes, my name is Shakespeare. Yeah. A world-class <laughs> poet. So kick back and relax yourself, baby. <laughs> Let me pour you a glass of Moet. Oh, the Moet flowers. Kirk Williams. Well done, Kirk Williams, with your dry humping multiple girlfriends with your friend Alex. (laughs) To the Wrecking Crew. I'm unfamiliar with that. That's going on the playlist. You ever heard that song? I've never heard it. Oh, man. That was a big song. I like, knew Michelle yeah, huh? Late 80s, early I knew 80s. they had a thing. I just didn't know they had songs. Wow. All right. Well, there you go. Are well, your dedications uh, for your people in their stupid my songs for the one that used to be the one, but they're not around anymore. I want to hear them. We've got a list. Yeah, we not, have the, got... not the FU songs. No, 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 no. We want the, you know, the I real I don't want breakup songs. I want you to reveal yourself a little bit here. You know, multiple ways to do it. Toledo, did you have one? A song uh, with a girl who's no longer part of you anymore? Uh, girl on the Moon from Foreigner. Girl on the Moon. I don't think I don't think like I've a, heard that it's song. It's like a side. What's side the girl's two, name? Side two. Uh, her name was Paula. Uh, I have one that I just thought of. That was I'll I'll throw I'll reveal myself. This is Girl on the Moon. Before. And what did you and Paula like? She was the one. Uh, it was eighth grade. Oh yeah, this yeah. is a devastating relationship. Oh, so we went bowling. Mm. Held hands. Went roller skating. I broke my arm in front of her. Roller yeah. skating. Oh. Done. Got weak arms. It's a B side, isn't it? Oh yeah, way B side. But Lou Graham's voice, I mean, yeah, yeah. Four and a four. I played the yeah. hell out of that album. Lou Graham's voice is essentially just—it's uh, edging. Yeah, it, he might as well just be licking me like a lollipop. <laughs> yep. His voice is creamy good. I don't know this song. Oh, yeah. oh you wouldn't. It was never released. It was just a B side. So leave it to Toledo to pick a boring one. <laughs> No one else wanted it. It is a great song because it's Luke, Luke Graham. All right, I'll give you mine. Uh, we already know yours. No, I got another oh, one. I got just another one? I got a good one. Uh, yeah. Well, what's yours? Uh, there's a couple of them. Give me the funny Let's Valentine see. back. We'll, oh. we'll, we'll, we'll get rid of ours first, and then we'll get to the people. You got, you've had, who was your, like, your uh, first wedding, like, your wedding song? That's oh, not my funny no, Valentine. this is my, my first, my uh, wedding Mickey song? <laughs> Yeah, my wedding song. Yeah, it was uh, your, your first. Uh, it was uh, all the way from Sinatra. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Sweet yeah, that was the first wedding song, Valentine. and it lasted how long? Uh, too long. That was all the way for him. <laughs> a couple of years. <laughs> we went that far. So mine, uh, the very first song was uh, I. I t- she might be listening, which is even funnier. Her name is Sarah Ross. She's the one I've told you about that was... Uh, I, 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 I was 16, she was 14. I, I had the car. Older had, man. I, I'm the older guy. I'm finally that guy. This is a thing. And we drove over to the warehouse on Longmore and... Uh, by TJ Fridays. Yeah, by, yeah, Fridays. And we went in and I'm like, buy, any, buy anything you want. Get yourself a tape. And she bought uh, Millie Vanilli. And we listened to Blame It on the Rain oh, no. a lot. Driving around, we drove all the way to the Buttes. We climbed to one of the one of the little uh, mountains at the Buttes and sat on a picnic table at night and watched planes land. And then I went to kiss her, and she looked away for a second. I don't think she saw me coming in, or she did and did it on purpose. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to do that again. That was a big move for me. I'll get back in the car, go back. She gives me a kiss while we're driving. Like, this is, I'm in love. Like, this is the greatest day of my life. And we've got... Blame it on the rain going in the background the entire time. So 
thinking, you know, this is how John works. I wasn't a player. I wasn't good at this. And you can start at any time you find it, Brad, because it's going to get me going. Uh, I pop it back in. I won't stop listening to it. It it reminds me over the entire time. I buy a dozen roses I can't afford, a a pile of uh, food, candy, whatever. I'm going over to her house. (laughs) And uh, I I get there. I I had the roses delivered. (laughs) Got this going on a loop because it's ours. This is love. Get over there and... uh, She's on the roof with this kid. <laughs> it was like in eighth grade with her. And I can't remember his name right offhand. I'll remember it. But he was like a quarterback for the Rhodes Junior High football team. So he's already bigger than me because I was tiny. I got this going Jeep top down. Girl that I was kissing just Full last night with her ex-boyfriend upstairs. She calls about the flowers. Thanks for the flowers. I'm like, yeah, I stopped by and there's two people on your roof. Yeah. Um... Well, my ex-boyfriend came back over and he, we're, we're together again. Like, yeah, that was yesterday you weren't. What happened? This song crushed me for about a month and a half. Because oh. I just chowed down on chocolates that were for him. What was his name? Graham or something. I don't remember. Blame it on the rain. So, yeah. Painful. Painful. Yep. Because if I was a real man... I'd have been tossing fingers. I'm 16. She's 14. I held all the cards. Nah, she saw weakness. Damn it. What were they doing on the roof? I drove by. I was devastated. I was driving by her house like 70, 80 times a day <laughs> just to be near her. That's oh, the embarrassing. Weirdo. The embarrassing friend song. Uh, where you're thinking, oh, it's going somewhere. It was. Yeah. I bought her you flowers. Did. You, well, I mean, when you... I bought her flowers, I think I revealed myself as a lunatic. One kiss, and then next thing, and she did it. So she, you know, and I'm throwing flowers her direction. Like, yep, well, it's, it's for it's forever now. Blame it on the rain. <laughs> I can smell her when I hear the song. <laughs> There was a bad perfume in the 80s. I think it was called Exclamation. Oh, yeah. And uh, this girl, Roxanne, that I was into wore that. And I can, like, you mentioning that? Smell I can her. smell that right yeah, now. It's terrible. Yeah, blame it on the rain will make me smell it. She might still be there but with the you. chorus of this song happened. Blame it. You won't hear yeah, it, it's a long lead. The guy's lip syncing were saying the same thing. By the thing. way, I was going to say, how in the world after we heard Millie, Millie Vanilli speak for the first time did we not all go, that's not them? <laughs> Boy, his they, voice they really were changes when he sings. Wild, thick German accents. Wasn't the one Bahamian or something? I don't know what they were, but it was heavy accents. There is none on this janitor's voice. Get off the roof! Who's that dude? Anyway. All right, we'll get to your dedications in just a moment. I got a few that I thought of, too, so okay. go, we'll go to those Glorious. two later. We got a few good yeah. ones. It's Valentine's Day, everybody, and we're going to bring back the pants. There's, there's a bunch of them that have come in and have been doubles, so we're not going to get right. to everybody's story. Sure, but sure. Your you're, song will probably be played. You're not all getting there. You're not all getting one, for sure. Uh, it's coming up in just moments. Our Valentine's Day tribute to you. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. I, I got a good one that uh, somebody said is Brett's also, and it's uh, I don't have the song in front of me, but it's a pretty darn good one. Uh, what is it? It's our dedications. It's, uh, I can do it real quick. It's uh, This is the one for Brett about the girl who got away. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. 
Yeah, the Donkey Kong thing. I'll get that. Anyway, sorry. I don't need it. I did it. <laughs> we used to have that uh, gigantic uh, fellow that wandered around up front. Remember that guy? And we would do that. We're like, we need to call the front desk and get that dude up here. I don't know. We'd, we'd, we'd climb in the stairs. We were like, here she comes. <laughs> Sorry. It's time for our Valentine's dedications. Now, everybody's been through it. We had a song for the one. You know, the ones that was like eight ones ago. She's the one. Shut up. There'll be plenty more, trust me. She's the one. And the long-distance dedication for their song. Your embarrassing love song to someone that no longer is in your life. Oh, man, I miss it. Speaking of, Alex just uh, got dumped by his girl. Oh, no. First so, big love, first big, lost love. How's love, he doing? Uh, he was rough for a little Devastated. I was, like, looking at his grades. I'm like, what happened to your grades? Oh, like, you stopped going. Brutal. Well, are you smart? We broke up. Oh, and he's just beating off like no tomorrow. Well, he's already got a new gal on the house. Nice. Oh. As of last night, I'm like, all right, way to, way to kind of push that one down. He moves on from emotions very much like his grandfather. Oh, yeah. Very <laughs> much so. <laughs> all right, sorry about that, Alex. Well, good on you, kid. Keep it moving. He's back. There's always one waiting around the corner, kid. Uh, this one is uh, Tier KUPD. Me and my high school sweetheart sweetheart, Art. sweetheart, planned our first huh? time to be on Valentine's Day. She lived across the street. Her parents worked early, so the plan was to come over before or after they left. The day it came, I went over. We went upstairs and start going at it. While she was on her way down to blow balloon animals on my body, I plugged in an iPad and threw up the music that I loved, the Bee Gees, How Deep Is Your Love? Yeah. Fast forward to 10 minutes later. We're deep in love. There's a knock on the door. Honey, are you in there listening to the Bee Gees? I love this song. That was her father. Home from work to pick something up. I'd like to dedicate this song to Steve, who knew what was going on. <laughs> Much love, Christian. I feel you touch me in the pouring rain. Great one. Oh, man. Saturday Night Fever as the credits are rolling. Got it. People are saying on text, how did you not recognize that quarterback on the roof was D.C.? God damn it. Night of acquiescence. That's to this guy's dad. Well, your sweet angel was losing her flower. What? Chopping lines, man. Those Why are you chopping riddle, lines? The Bee Gees. Oh, my God. Were they cocaine? <laughs> when, when did that happen? I don't recall them ever being cocaine. <laughs> oh, they loved it. Says who? <laughs> well, your parents, you too. That's devil music, Brady. You don't yeah, listen to that. Studio 54 kids. Yeah. Factless Brady. Dude, pull that out of your ass. A lot of that. Because they were in Studio 54. The yeah. They're on cocaine. Unlistenable devil people. It wasn't Bunny uh, with somebody like back in the day? Who she was banged the, a Rockefeller. Yeah, that's Broadway, right in the middle of the day. 
when you know down inside. Man, I really do. Right after her friend Carol Young competed on Password. <laughs> Still good. Uh, Mark, next just song, go yeah. ahead. Just any, go right any ahead. Any order, I got them in a playlist now. So. Toledo, give me a little more funny ball. <laughs> That's a good one. I like this. It says, uh, Dear Casey, I'd like to dedicate Just Breathe by Pearl Jam to my ex. Sweet comic Valentine. You, Macy, but I still love this song. Just Breathe from Christopher to Macy. It's a good one. Good. Christopher hates you, though, Mason. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> but the song, the song lived on and your love died. You are. You sound the stand that every life must be end. Uh-huh. Pearl Jam songs are all kind of sad. He did this yeah, crazy. Song. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just sad. We must After verses, he's like... Uh-huh. I'm a lucky man it's to for you, count on Macy. Christopher hates you. All right. Uh, this one says, <laughs> oh, uh, this song, notes? I tried to get over my ex for five years. The oh, bitch wanted God. to change me for worse, and I wanted nothing to do with it. She wanted me to argue and fight, wanted me to not hang out with any of my friends. Well, now she's a fat cam girl, <laughs> and she has no lasting relationships. Can you please play Fix Me by 10 years for, oh, you didn't give me your name. <laughs> This is from Rex Seacole. For the fat cam girl. <laughs> For the fat cam girl. What's the ten years of a lifetime? That's just him being said. Five years to get over your ex. Jesus, dude. Get over it, pal. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> take like Toledo's kid and just do it the next day. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, bring me more Sinatra. All right. Uh, this one says, yo, Brett. <laughs> Brett's people. Funny uh, I don't know this one. It says, uh, well, it doesn't have anybody's name on it. I'm going to do this one. Uh, oh, this is solid. You make me smile. Dear Casey, when I was 16, the guy I liked drove us into an alley in his SUV. He put KUPD on the radio because he knew I liked rock music. And then he stole my virginity to Living Dead Girl by Rob Zombie. Who is this irresistible creature who has an insatiable love for the dead? We were in a car parked in an alley after a high school basketball game. The guy hit it and quit it. Nice. The song's still solid. Signed Alyssa Anderson. Alyssa, this one's for you. From the unnamed man who cream pied you in a parking lot. <laughs> he got to business. It's only three minutes and 20 seconds. Say, and this is not one that, like, put on repeat. Listen, you slut. This is not a song to lose your virginity to. At least turn this station to something else. I know you like rock, but. Yeah, you might as well have had a brass pole in the back of that car. I wonder what Alyssa goes through when she hears this. It's like if she thinks of the misery of it all. Or, or is she dancing on the pole now? Or is she, uh, did she, did she, did she just embrace the whole thing? <laughs> oh, man. Just, uh, dear guys, this topic about the song you had with the previous love really hits close to home. 
As a musical artist myself, music always holds a special place. That said, the song I'd always sing uh, to my girl back in the day was Once Upon a Dream. Once Upon a Dream. I don't know this one. I don't either. Oh, uh, oh it's a yeah, yeah. Sleeping Beauty <laughs> yeah, song. The Sleeping Beauty theme song. Signed Christian rapper Nathan Sutherland. <laughs> This was playing in Hacienda Healthcare when Nathan was doing his worst. I realize right now, I have no idea what Sleeping Beauty is. I've never watched it. I know the story. Yeah. I don't think I've ever watched it either. I'm hearing this cackle for the first time. I've done. I think I've done most of the other Disney. Just terrible. Uh, all right. Uh, well, uh, how about this one? My name is Robert. Girlfriend's name is Sarah. Funny Our song, the Thompson Twins, Hold Me Now. <laughs> this is a good one. I might let this one run. And this one's from Robert to Sarah, Hold Me Now. Even though it didn't work out. If he could change the lyrics to the song, it would be, Hold My Dick. From the Thompson Twins, which were the nickname for her breasts. I have a picture. Pinned to my wall. An image of you and of me, and we're laughing with love at it all. This is a very 80 centric uh, virginity. Oh, uh, uh. Here's one I like Ashley and Jeff, the Eagles. Life in the fast lane. <laughs> this was your song. Wait a second. This was your song. You want life in the fast lane? Yeah, that was life their song. The that was their song. Do you have it? Yeah. Okay. Life yeah. in the fast lane. This was not a song for people like I love you, baby. Nothing says romance like yeah. Joe Walsh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. First person I think of as a crooner for love is Joe Walsh. Hey, man. Anything from the, like the early 2000s? I don't even know what the song Yeah, has no one lost their virginity since 1975? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I played this for first grade show and tell. Why? Because I brought an album in. I was spinning the hits for the class, you know. Pull one from your dad? Yeah. No, that was mine. I love music. Was it really? Kid, yeah. First grade, when I get this album, I think you guys are going to like it. I posted it. I probably posted it. <laughs> I think the first. That I bought the 45 was Donna Summer, The Wanderer. My first album was Frampton Comes Alive. I was four. Oh, wow. Absolutely lost my mind for that. Babysitter's daughter had that one. Played that one all the time. Your parents bought you the uh, Frampton? No, I got it at work. You of did? course they bought it. I was four. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't one that they bought and you no, discovered. No, that was mine. You're I, like, no, I want that I, album. Yeah, oh, I was big in that. That and... Uh, the Beatles stuff. I was big on old Beatles records. And when I was little, I liked music a lot. They got me a sound design stereo, and I broke it the first day by playing around spinning the thing. Yeah, I was. I a, had the sound design. There's Mine pictures of me. Lights underneath it. As a little boy, because the Frantic Comes Alive was a double album. You could open it up. I was the same height as the opened album. Oh man! And me up against the wall. I'm leaning on the wall next to Peter Frampton. Like this is a dream. Elton John, Peter Frampton. I was huge in this. Weird little kid. You've opened up wounds for some people. With this? John uh, Casey, my first love, cheated on me multiple times. And after our second breakup, 
He made me a mix CD leading off with Behind Blue Eyes by The Who, which only made me hate him even more. So this one's dedicated to Dave, who's still single to this day. F you. Wow. Get over it, Casey. Holy smokes, lady. How long ago was that? Wow. And this one's for Dave. I hope you slide under a gas truck and taste your own blood. I hope you're featured in one of Brett's videos. (laughs) I hope Brett finds you and puts you in the desert near Oracle and Brady gets to visit your grave when his daughter plays basketball. (laughs) Behind blue eyes No one knows what it's like to be hated This was the guy, this was you trying to get her back with? Yeah. Who's the lead lead song of this mix? Wow. Solid one there. This one uh, came through from uh, one of my friends here. All right. <laughs> Let's see. Dear Casey, I would like to dedicate Yearning for Your Love by the Gap Band for the bitch Barbara <laughs> for effing my best friend Brian on Valentine's Day. Whoa. Then told me it was my fault for being at work on Valentine's Day. That dirty, dirty whore signed j Dog. <laughs> well, this one's out for you, whore. Barbara the bitch. It's the Gap Band, yearning for your love. A long-distance dedication on Valentine's Day on 98. I don't know the song. I almost posted that. I don't know this one at all. I mean, this is for Barbara the bitch, so it works out for me. And you know who you are, Barbara the bitch. You broke up with a guy named J-Dog. There's all, this is very specific. It is. Wow. We'll see you at the job fair. <laughs> Super Snake intro. Brady, do you know this one? No. You're a guest. You're a yeah. goddamn guy. They're OH, aren't they? Who's J Dog? Uh, one of our listeners. Oh. A big dude. Big guy. Took a picture of you with Oh, me that's me. I dressed as Brett Favre with my penis. Yeah. That was a long time ago. I know. All right. Beautiful. All right, we've got a couple more in here. Right. So the dedications continue to roll forward. How about uh, uh, Joey sends in. He says, Joey. Guys, I lost it with uh, Bell Biv DeVoe's Do Me Baby. Thank you, Anna. Still got great memories to this day. Anna. Anna yeah. giving you Bell Biv DeVoe? That's still the gap. Oh, yeah. That's the big I got gap. Now. Yeah, oh, there it is. He lost his virginity to this. This chick had rhythm. Oh, yeah. You were dating a black girl. She was a whore. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I don't know about that. Do me? I mean, <laughs> That's true. Good point. Stealing boy's virginity. Turn it up. Mm-hmm. Don't forget the Jimmy hat. That's right. We don't need song. no Jimmy hat. I'll get it sucked out. I love graham crackers and Sprite. Tell me, do you like what you see? You think you can? Lost his virginity to Doomy Baby. That's pretty impressive. This is the Jimmy Hat song for a great yeah. How long is this one? Five minutes? Four and a half. Perfect. Yeah. That includes cleanup. That's <laughs> all Johnny Gill just come in and grunt. 
This one, John, I don't know if you ever went there, but when I was younger, we'd roller skate at Rolero, and I'd always... No, see, I lived in the uh, place where all the billboards were in English. (laughs) (laughs) I'd always couple skate with a girl named Destiny to T-Pain's Buy You a Drink. Wow. That's definitely West Side. That is... Signs Devin G. The most West Side dedication of all time. I remember rolling around with you at Rolero to T-Pain. Remember when we'd get crunk? Remember when I slapped you across your fat ass with my fat tee? We were at Rolero. I was in, rented, eights. You had twelves. You had big feet and a big gap. Never forget the Jimmy hat. It's T-Pain at Rolero. This is a good Valentine's Day. Yeah. If you're dating an urban lady. Two more dedications than one, but I like this. John, I was like your old buddy, and I tolerated country songs for about nope, a year not plus doing it. for that sweet, sweet puss. Her favorite nope. song was Shadow by Brett Eldridge. No, well, sorry, nope. not happening. That ended this segment. We'll start another one in a Break second. Up Way, to go, Way to go. Break up with that girl immediately. Because when she says, I like for me some country music. <laughs> Realize right then and there she has hit the Peter Principle at whatever job she's got. She'll never bring a penny home. Country music is the best. And she's going to do a lot of dumb stuff. <laughs> hey, I started mowing the lawn in the house. I screwed up the carpet. Oh, God, I should have known. Vacuums and lawnmowers are different. Now you tells me. <laughs> and then a donkey shoots up. <laughs> You're going to live in hee-haw for the rest of your life. You're here. probably now noodling today that. with her. What? Pulling out catfish from the banks. <laughs> noodling. <laughs> I, hillbilly handfish dinner. <laughs> she told me first day that she loved country music and I stuck around. I'm an idiot. Now we're getting penthouse forum in. Dear Casey, I'd All like right, to Hold on, it. save it. we gotta, okay. we got to break here. We'll take a break and we'll come back to your forum, you weirdo. We'll be right back. We'll be right back with more long-distance dedications for Valentine's Day. For people you don't talk to anymore but used to have sex with. Once your genitals have been in someone's mouth, you can't be friends again. It's 98 KUPD. Happy Valentine's Day. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com. Not a lot we can do about that now. Where's Richard? Where's my goddamn Sinatra? He becomes. Get it in there. Put it on a loop. Uh, Brady has one that you, uh, you're first getting, bringing up Rolero, 75th Avenue and Indian School Rolero. You were definitely at risk of getting a lot of people pregnant on 75th Avenue and Indian School roller skating. Uh, T-Pain. But Brady, you had a roller skating song. It doesn't make any sense. We all did, I think. Didn't you have one? No, I could I Really? I, I had one. I, what was yours? Uh, mine was... Roller skate. I just got afraid I was going to break my face. 
went a handful of times. It was uh, at the Catholic school. This was go to Skateland. Oh, this is Brett's. With me, I'm like, all right, time to reverse. Who was it? Do you remember? I, I think her name was Heather or something. Heather, yeah. These dreams. Yeah. You were like 18. <laughs> <laughs> when did this come out? 84, I oh, think. Oh, was it? Really? Yeah. You were skating with, with a girl, These Dreams? Uh huh. Did she uh, get the big surf treatment? No. Okay. says you might be a hua. <laughs> what kind of girl asks a boy to skate, you know? Wants a little quicker than needs to be. So I'm going to throw a couple digits in you, and I'm not going to talk to you again. I like it. You like Wade Parks? Imagine skating with Brett. These dreams in the mist. Oh, no! Boy's playing with his collar. Oh. Hey, keep your hands off my hair. No disco's open then, you know what I mean? She gotta touch my hair for. She's always skating around. Look at my hair. And then the floor starts to light up and he goes out to the middle of it. (laughs) I don't know about Brett's future, but he sure can't skate. You're a bum! Nothing happened with her? No. Was it because of how you skated? Yeah, I couldn't skate worth a damn. (laughs) Sharla Hartvixen asked me to skate at Skateland and I. She tugged me around for about six seconds, and I grabbed the wall like I was like the earth was falling out from under me, and I just stopped. What was Brady Skate's on? What was yours? Philadelphia Freedom. Yeah. Elton John. Lesbian tennis. I was crushing oh. on Janet Phillips. <laughs> I got no balls. Elton John wrote this to Billie Jean King <laughs> for her pro for tennis being a team. pioneer in lesbian sports. Wow! And then they started the pro tennis league, and Philadelphia Freedom was her team. Brady tried to bang a girl to this. You have yeah, to prove the right. Jack, reverse skate with me. And answer on the road. It's another good one. Hardly a Valentine's Day song. I'm not surprised Val- uh, Brady missed the point of Valentine's Day. <laughs> and made this romantic. It says love. He likes a city. Philadelphia still sucks. This is the best thing Philadelphia's ever given us. the cream cheese at the time you know it leaves me again with nothing he turns the sinatra off and he walks out of the room every time <laughs> he's busy well then you're gonna have to double down i'll do just it hit the space it. Bar on his computer. who knows what the hell he's got going on over there you go. <laughs> all right now give me some you have frank at the ready of course my funny dear casey valentine the song i want to hear is very special sweet i was about to hit it the first time in high school I'm between third and home. I'm taking the plate. Knock on the bedroom door. It's the dad. Chuck it in the waistband. Open the door. The girl hiding under the covers. Chin high. But it wasn't my dad. It was my younger brother. He's standing there, about waist high, and wants to borrow a video game. The blood rushed from my member to my head in anger. My boner slipped from the waistband. We both looked at it. I pointed for him to leave the room. Slammed the door in his face and worked my way back to erect thanks to Keith Sweat's Nobody. It was playing every time we had sex. And that number was four. <laughs> he showed his little brother his boner and then worked it back up. Impressive, Dave. Dave Eggleston. 
I don't know this song at all. I wanna oh, here we go. Yeah. There you go. I wanna Can't have Valentine's Day without King Sweat. I Make wanna show forever. you, man, that I need you. I like how Key Sweat starts everything with me. Hold your body till the very last drop. Dave Eggleston's a man of size. Yeah. Poor girl underneath was going to get suffocated to death to this song. I would love to hear her. Ver- I'd love to hear her version of this. Says this fat guy laid on me for four and a half minutes during Keith Sweat. I was covered in some viscous fluid when it was over. And chocolate strawberries. It was the worst day of my life. His little brother came in, pointed at his dick. By the way, he hasn't seen in years. All right. Where's my Sinatra? Bring him home. There it is. Now, this girl is the one who texted us the other day about having a couple of abortions and never getting the graham crackers and Sprite. She got it the second time, didn't get it the first. They gave an assortment of candies before the operation, but nothing. Got her out the back door, which, again, we said, if you'd have just gone back door in the first place, you wouldn't need the graham crackers. Uh... I don't know the band Hello Goodbye. Uh, it says Here in Your Arms by Hello Goodbye, which is what she did to her uh, her uh, fetus as well. Hello Goodbye. It was a very quick uh, deal. Hello Goodbye, Here in Your Arms. My boyfriend's name was Bailey. And her song. You got it? Here, is your arm, here in Your Arms by Hello Goodbye. I like where we are when we drive. Everybody used to listen to the old other sister. I like where we are here. Wow. This band should have got grand crackers and sprite. (laughs) I would have aborted this song. (laughs) Hey, don't talk about my abortion. Well, because this is Hello Goodbye is what her is all the time her feet has had with mom. Hello and goodbye. Thanks for visiting. Nope, sorry. I don't want to do that one. Find some gems in here. Uh, we got to get one out. I think 15 or 20 people have brought a firehouse to the party. I forgot about firehouse. This is a good Valentine's Day one right here. Firehouse. Love of a lifetime. God. How did any of us get laid? All these songs are horrible. Come on, bro. Nope. Heaven for one. Guess the time was right for us to see. We take our time and live our lives together day by day. Make a wish you said it on a prayer. String. Got to get to the chorus of this. Too many people ask for it. This, t- this goes to show you. Putting this in for Ronnie tonight. It is love of a lifetime. <laughs> Was it for girls that have a career now? Yeah. <laughs> Just proof that guys will do anything to make a girl like them. None of us like this song. Anything to get our fingers pruny. 
I saw them live. I forgot about that until Sorry. right then. Uh, my stupid song I need to hear is from Paramore. The song is called The Only Exception. I'm sure Brady now knows the words after last week. And it goes to Kim and her stupid face. She took my dog. I hope she's eating a heart-shaped pizza all by herself this year. Screw you, Kim. <laughs> from Ryan Weber. Paramore. The Only Exception. Do you remember this one, Brady? Not yet. Did you and Kirby embrace and dance to this the other night? I'm going to give you a little uh, slow when dance, Kerbs. I okay, Daddy. <laughs> daddy, why? Daddy cries and curses at the wind. She took his dog. Broke his own heart I don't want that. We don't have to play all the songs, but the stories are great. Dear John, I got my first BJ to Nights in White Satin by the Moody Blues in front of the fire at my parents' house. Uh, they came home, and we had to run outside in the backyard, and she finished. Ooh, nice! That's, that's a good a, one. That's a good one. I don't know what you broke up with her for. I'm I still remember the song. I can't handle yeah, this one. This one My first BJ Turn that off. Uh, was to Gary, oh, Gary Moore still have the blues for you. What? It was her first BJ as well. Uh, uh, a surprise. She ran into the bathroom to wash her mouth out. She didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> that thing goes off. Uh, Dear Casey. I'm- oh, what is, oh, is this? I still get You get a BJ for this? Oh, this is a great song. I didn't know this. I didn't know the name of this. Wow, I thought this was a BJ song. BJ material, good BJ song. Used to be so easy. Oh, this is a great one. To give my heart away. And it sounds better with the. Warming up my old mixtape, and I'm sending this to my Valentine. What's it say? Can you read it? I'm sorry, I called you a c-word. <laughs> this is a. This might be the song of the day. This is great. Oh man, that's a great one. All right, that, that, I might blow Brett just for getting that thing hey, ready. Just so downloaded it. Nicely done. Oh, that's we're selling some songs this morning. Not if you care for me. Oh, wow. Dear Casey, <laughs> I was in love with a girl named Trudy, and she was just leading me on as I bought her gifts, sent her notes, took her friend's crap, and was the butt of jokes. She said she wanted to meet me at a place and talk about what would be next for us. I went, and I waited. And I waited, and I waited. In the background, Richard Marks, right here waiting, played. How appropriate was that? And she never gave me the time of day again. Oh, no, that's for the booze. Here's Richard Marks, Marks. right here waiting. You don't have that one? I got it. No, I got it. I had a different... Oh, damn it. There you go. (laughs) Poor dude got played hard. Richard Marks was a big one on our list, too. Oh, yeah. My sister boned the studio drummer of Richard Marx's band. His name was Bernie. 
Bernie Hernandez? Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, she was out of that phase. Oh, okay. My dad was appropriately angry, but he'd been numbed to the people of color that she was dragging to the house. <laughs> so she started with... I don't know if that guy... I don't know what they he They called was. him Bernie. His he real was, name was Ishmael. Yeah, I think he was an Italian. The worst of all sins. Oh. <laughs> this poor guy stood while this played in the background, waited for a girl who just toyed with him. Oceans right here, waiting's playing while you waited for someone that never showed up on he, purpose. He's crying right oh, now. Oh, he's in tears. Yeah, we brought this guy to his knees today. <laughs> I hear your voice on the line, but it doesn't stop the pain. Oh, you poor bastard. Oh, this poor dude. Oh, I feel terrible for him. Holy smokes. Yet you're my face. That's a dumb one. Oh, we have to do this one. Uh, Navajo Nation. And no, it's not Slayer. <laughs> less than I'm Navajo. And my wife's a dirty Italian. <laughs> this is a song she heard when she first saw me enter her birthday party. It was on while I walked in the room, and it became our song. Return to Innocence by Anya and Enigma. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what everyone in the room was singing at him when he came in. The Italian's like, oh, hey, oh, hey. Who brought the Indian, huh? <laughs> Teresa, you're not dating this guy, are you? He's like, you know, tanto. <laughs> I was invited over for lasagna and fun. Oh, hey, tanto. Cold, hand me a blanket. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to be real good at taking out the garbage. Otherwise, we're just leaving it laying around. Make you cry. He did bring the alcohol. <laughs> I have a truck of it. <laughs> now, what are we going to drink? Oh! <laughs> yeah, this is a good one, too. This is a dirty one. All right. What's the, uh, there's another Enigma song. Uh, that sadness. Yeah, that's moments sadness. or that's sadness. Sadness. Yeah. yeah. That one's just a boner. That's a musical boner. That song for Dick. Uh, I'm not playing this one because it's The Smiths. The ex once sang There is a Light That Never Goes Out by The Smiths to me at a karaoke bar. And now I wish I would have hit her with a double decker bus years later. <laughs> What is that? I gotta hear it now. It's a oh, true ghoul Bradley I just, Field. I just deleted it. Hang on. Oh, okay, I'll sorry. get it back. What is it again? There is a light that never goes out by the Smiths. I don't know this one at all. But she sang it at a karaoke Sweet bar. Oh, hell, I wish I could have hit her with a double decker bus all those years later. You may Here's a little Marcy. Take me out Other songs sound the same. It's because they're all the same. And Brett, you know how hard it is to sound different when you've got it in your mouth. <laughs> she sang this to him. She thought you were gay, Bradley. The next song, I can't handle more. Richard Marks, Hold On to the Night for Kirk and Karen. Oh man! Are you small? Oh, let's fast forward. 
Richard was getting it done there in like 1989. What's that mullet that he had? I mean, he was strong. Strong mullet. Oh, yeah. And then. By the way, all of this is brought to you by uh, Eric's Family Barbecue. <laughs> Pete, mesquite, repeat, skeet, skeet, skeet. Happy Valentine's Day. Get the, the, he's doing a Valentine's dinner tonight. Smoked yeah. prime rib and from it 7 to 10. Unbelievable. He was showing me videos of that, and I'm like, that's porn. And I'm not even a food porn guy, but that was porn. Or you can get a two-bone pork chop smoked. Brady, that's for you. Double and piping. Yeah, that's Brady and his true love yeah. himself. <laughs> I'm going to take me out there. We're going to get two pork chops. Bone twice. One for me and one for my lady, me. <laughs> Won't you let Richard. me shelter you? Your sister had to settle for the drummer. She couldn't get up to Richard. Or oh, he's just a studio drummer, too. To wasn't even like the real Richard oh. Marks drummer. He's just the guy who filled in every once in a while. <laughs> Hold on to the memory. Uh, I want to dedicate. Uh, the best thing that ever happened to me is this girl and I broke up because she's fat now. I look at her on Facebook and every time she's 10 pounds heavier. Used to be, uh, wait a minute, was that one? Use Somebody by Kings of Leon. Used to be me in my baby mama's song, but I left that bitch a long time ago. She's fat now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's not right. That's your kid's mother. These are scored. I like this song. himself. He tried to bang my high school girlfriend in 88. Who knows? He probably I was did, just going to say, else was. let me tell you this. He didn't try to bang your girlfriend. He banged your girlfriend. Boy, we could have put a playlist together this morning. Oh, yeah. And your Valentine's Day would be set. Save for that Morrison thing. You know Somebody. Just catch the sticks. Hi, John. I'm Moe's girlfriend. Ah. And I'll never forget when she and I first got down and she played Brian McKnight's Let Me Show You How Your Works. <laughs> <laughs> Moe's girlfriend with the instruction manual. <laughs> trying to find some gems. We got thousands of emails. This is such a good song. What's funny about this one? It didn't test with a KUPD audience. Nothing Kings of Leon did worked on our station. Because it's Kings of Leon. Huh? It's just the stigma of the name. Yeah, I guess that's it. Because anybody else does this. These are good songs. The whole album, this whole, like their first couple were great. I'm trying to find something else here. Get a closer. And some people have been, been around since I was at the zone, too, because I got a lot of sixpence, none the richer. Oh, man. Kiss oh. me. We lost our virginity to each other, so that whore says. Made a video with pictures of us in it, and that was in the background. <laughs> I was 14. I was young, dumb, and full of the stuff. I thought I'd found the love of my life. I haven't talked to her for like 10 years. She made a little video mon- montage of the two of them. Me. I love the green 
spin this. I played this a lot. The spinning step. You wear my shoes and I will wear your dress. Oh, kiss me. Oh, I hate this song so much. It's painful, painful. No more. Right, I gotta find one that we can close on. That's good. This guy's got a Brian Adams one. Man, you people have had John. Me and my wife's my my ex wife's song was Wonderwall by Oasis. She left me for an older man, thinking she would strike gold. She's now missing a tooth and shaved her head on psych meds. Oh, winner! That's a good one. See, that's my dream. Lucky. I I dream that everyone that was ever with me ends up in a psych ward. One did. Well, it was not. It was more rehab. Are you small? Fantastic. I got the news. You can't help but smile. Hey, man, your ex. It's been a while. Have you talked to her? No. It's been years. Yeah. Um, I just want to let you know. She's addicted to, like, pain pills. She's in a rehab. Nobody will talk to her fam. She owes tons of money. And if they could have, if it was a FaceTime call, you'd have just seen a dude beaming. <laughs> really? She's dying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the, he knows the song. She probably wants to hear from you. Like, do you think? <laughs> well, you sound so happy. I am thrilled. You're telling me she's, is she almost dead? No. She's going to make it. Oh, all right. So she wants to talk to the champ? So she wants to talk to uh, the biggest loss of her life? Dunzo. What's the number? <laughs> all right, were you going to call it, man? That would mean a lot. Done and dusted, my friend. I'm going to be on the phone the second I hang up with you. In fact, I might uh, group call. I understand things are working out. <laughs> Try to contain your laughter, John. By the by, <laughs> swimming in cash, feeling great about life. How about you? Oh, drug addiction, in debt. Called J.G. Winters. Yeah, I was truly happy when I got the news, and then I felt bad about it for a minute. I got over it real quick. John, I'm sorry because you love the band, but the first time my baby mama and I did it, we were in the front seat listening to Alice in Chains' Wood. It became our song. Yeah, that's a great Now I hate her so much, it makes me glad Lane is dead. Whoa. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> he cursed the band Christ. dead. <laughs> Holy smoke. My funny Valentine. Wow. Jeremy just hits right to the core. Eric Clapton, wonderful tonight for Bree. It's the name of the girl who broke my heart. I love you, Bree. <laughs> Miss you so much, Bree. Songs I've had to play this at weddings and stuff. Oh, this is... It's on every list. It's a mandatory play. I like Valentine's Day. Come on, ladies. If you aren't bubbling right now, you're never gonna. You're dry. You need to see a doctor. Orleans? Yeah. What was that? Um, I know the song, but oh, I uh, that wasn't to kiss you all over. No, dance with, dance, dance, dance with Me. Dance With Me. Yeah. Was that Brady? Yeah, he's the one who brought it up. Was Dance With Me yours? No, there was no. another guy that... Uh, another, it's a good one. Great harmonies. Terrible album cover, as we talked about. Dance With Me. 
your partner, can't you see? The music is just starting, night is falling. All the dudes, and it looks like the third episode of uh, The Last of Us. <laughs> Just a bunch of hairy dudes about to make out. That's a good one. All right. Those are. Those I just are remembered another one. In uh oh, what do you got? Hit it quick. Cynthia Watson. What? Strawberry Letter Twenty Three. Oh, Brothers Johnson. Brothers Johnson. I don't know that one at all. What's that? It was a song. You probably recognize it. When I was in seventh grade, and I. I had it on a KTEL LP. First time I met Cynthia Watson. What's it called? Seventh grade. Strawberry, Strawberry Letter 23. <laughs> what? Did you live in like a land of gumdrops and strange <laughs> mushroom trees? It fades out when it comes in. This was in, uh, oh, this was in Jackie I know Brown. This. Yes. Okay. Were you dating a... The only uh, black girl in Columbus in uh, Upper Arlington. He couldn't. No I blew it. I blew it again. For all of <laughs> I think this was just the checkout clerk at the ice cream store. Might have fallen in love with her because she gave you a free. Friendlies. I'm gonna give you a free scoop, little girl. I'm a boy and we're in love. <laughs> Friendlies and frickers. Too. I forgot about this. This is called Strawberry What? Strawberry Letter Twenty Three. Seventh grade, you were so urban. Three two in the garden. Jimmy hats every direction. Three two. Look, I go on my side. Still three two. And nothing happened with you and this girl. Not till late. Not till uh, senior year. Oh, you waited five yeah. years and boned her anyway. Well, didn't. Give him a little smack. Came back around with Spandau Ballet. Oh, and, uh, God. Whoa. True. Mer- yeah. This much is true. People have issues. Uh-oh. Yeah, I know, I'm, I'm trying to read through these, and most of them are murdery. Yeah, Brady. This is Brady's dream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Hi. Remember me? <laughs> From Peppermint Alarm Clock 22? <laughs> I was a little girl you danced with in seventh grade. <laughs> that was me. I don't remember you, young man. Please leave me alone. Stop tugging on my braids. I've never touched hair like yours before. LaFonda, I've always loved you. Remember you brought me that medallion? I still wear it to bed. <laughs> the Brothers Johnson was possessive. <laughs> I, I, look, if you and I were gay... <laughs> Sometimes I wonder. And you put this on and laid on top of me, I would laugh for most of the month. I couldn't stop. Your, your serious face to this, trying to grind on me. I don't care how much I like you at that very moment. Like, I can't, I can't do this. I'm going to die laughing. You wouldn't be put in the waistband then, huh? Don't put that in me. Don't put that in me. This is hilarious. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. He's doing it. He's doing it. He's in me. He's totally in me. I can't stop laughing. Oh, wow. That'd be Jimmy Fallon. Oh, my God. I'm having sex with him. It's hilarious. Don't you. Hey, hey, hey. Don't you do it, oh God! <laughs> I would. I could not. I couldn't take you seriously to spend about. That last one. I'll, I don't know. I'm just gonna grab. There's so many of them. I, I seriously, I don't think we've ever had more emails in, in the whole show's history. 
Uh, <laughs> and I just that shirt's off. Shirt's half off. What? What's so funny? I'm sorry. I'll I'll stop. I promise. It's like trying to. It's, it's trying just to, episode three again. It would it, it would like trying to keep it straight during a Saturday Night Live sketch. Okay, I got it. Don't worry. I'm not gonna laugh. I promise. Okay. I'm gonna lay you down. <laughs> Don't talk though. You can't. No fair. I'm just gonna take my shirt off. Leg hair. Why don't you uh, wrestle my brassiere off of me? Why are you wearing that? <laughs> you can't do Spando Ballet, so not you. Oh, man. All right, this one says, my, Valenta- my Valentine's dedication goes to Tina, my first love. We took each other's cherries. Aww. Precious. After we broke up, I rode my bike 22 miles to her house in the Damn. middle of the night. I had to get her back. I stood outside her window. I quietly played a song as I tapped on the window. Before she could get to it, though, her dad, who was with Maricopa County Sheriff's Department, peered around the corner with a gun drawn and screamed, freeze. (laughs) It startled me enough to make me jump hearing the word freeze. Then I saw the gun, and I'm not kidding. I let a little out. He told me to go home. She doesn't want to talk to me. And it was the most embarrassing, squishy 22-mile ride bike. (laughs) 44 miles. Wow. One girl, one pant load of poo. Could I hear boys to men on bended knee? <laughs> oh my God. Yes. For my beautiful Tina, whose cherry juice I keep in a jar at the house. In other words, now I'm just picturing Brady trying to be romantic. You know, John, I've always thought about you. Stop talking. It's not fair. <laughs> just put it in. Let me run my fingers. Never mind. I want to taste you. Oh God, don't. <laughs> I'll tell you this I love rock music first and foremost in my life It's always been around A very close second is 90s R&B I never turn it off That's why I like Silk Sonic so much Oh yeah Daughter, sir. Get out of here. I rode my bike. Can we invent Uber real quick? Jesus, you smell. All right, there you go. That's our Valentine's Day tribute today. We did not plan any of that, so that was just kind of a. You guys, you guys, man, you guys definitely helped us, though. And then Brady wrote another one. Dear Casey, I'd like to dedicate a song to my sweet Polish puss, Stephanie Nitschke. I love could defy gravity. Would you please play Walking on the Moon by the Police? All right. <laughs> sweet Polish puss. Brady. Brady, you, when we started this, I'm like, did you ever have a song? No. You've read all of nine. I started thinking about it. I'm like, oh, my gosh. This was your song with another girl? Well, I had the Police album, and we played this a lot. Another one where if I'm laying under your naked and I just you come at me. Giant steps are what we take. Walking, Walking on the moon. I'll give you a sting. <laughs> Here comes my stinger. Oh, that's going to sting. 
It's no, just been. Not again. Not again. <laughs> don't you do it. Don't you. Don't you do it. Now I'm feeling it. <laughs> How many times did you hear that from a girl? Don't do it. Don't you do it. Don't. I'm doing it. It's not no. No means no, but don't you do it. It's hilarious. Don't you do it. All right, that's it. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. That was silly. Stupid fun. All right, well, uh, enjoy your Valentine's. We gave you quite a few. Definite. There's, there's a list, too. Uh, I mean, sm- oh. Like a smush list that's, no- that's huge. Nothing top Spando Ballet, though, because if, if any of you can get through that song, making love to your sweet lady, and I think of Brady naked on top of you with that goofy look, and you'll just break down laughing. <laughs> What's so funny, honey? <laughs> What's so funny? I just pictured Brady getting it on. <laughs> I'm going to bed you right now after and I get this. Get him, Don, to the next level. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Are you wearing Spanx? Yes. I'm going to need a hand getting these off, though. They're very tight. <laughs> That's freeing, I'll tell you that. Give it a minute. We'll work on the thighs. Let the dragon breathe. Oof. While you're down there, don't stop it. Don't you do it. Don't you hit me with that guy. <laughs> you know, so true. <laughs> Funny how it seems. I'm going to put it in now. Don't you do. Don't. I'm sorry. Anyway. Did somebody from Spandau Ballet die? I hope so. Just to do that. Just to do that on the Halloween show. Uh, it's 9.32. The whole day's been wasted on Valentine's Day. But eh, there's plenty more of that later. Uh, it's 98K. Thanks for a billion uh, of the emails, I still coming. wish we could have gotten to all of them. It's we should we should just go on KUPD two all day and just do this for the rest of the day. <laughs> do we still have that thing? The yeah, HD two simulcast. Uh, oh, does it does the sports? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Oh, think. Let's just go over and take over the AM station. Nobody's listening yeah. to that garbage. We just keep doing this all day. Anyway, uh, it's nine thirty three. Uh, it's Valentine's Day. Sorry about that. We we I digress. Arizona's most powerful. Rock radio station. What if I just called it? <laughs> Oops. Uh, it's corn right there. Got the life for now. Oh, uh, it's ten o'clock. There you go. Valentine's Day. Uh, it is uh, now time for the entertainment drill. Glorious. It's brought to you by our friends over at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. And again, the Ackermans welcomed Anna Joy to the uh, house yesterday. She uh, birthed uh, Jenna Ackerman, one of the many of the Ackerman family that I uh, have grown to love, uh, has dropped another Ackerman on us, and it is uh, Anna Joy. And she showed up yesterday around uh, eight and a half pounds, perfect little kid. Awesome. Nice job. Another little sheepdog has Harry. been birthed. And that's glorious because we need more of those. The more we can birth sheepdogs, the less uh, the sheep have to worry and the more the wolves are uh, neutered. And by saying uh, birthing a sheep, you don't have to have a baby and start there. You can birth your own sheepdog. You are a sheepdog. You just don't know it yet. And all you got to do is figure out how to be that sheepdog. And you can do it at reactdefense.com anytime you choose. Show up. That's all you got to do. Talking to Clint and Jose at CB Live. Clint's been training there for a while. Clint's a machine. And I was chatting with him at CB Live. He's like, yeah, I love this, man. He's just changed everything. He's just fighting. He's, he's uh, stronger. He's smarter. He understands situational behavior of humanity. And again, I hate to harp on this, but yesterday, Michigan State, guy goes on, walks on the campus, starts firing away. Uh, it's not something to say, oh, I'm not afraid of that. I hate the idea that that could happen. And 
I find myself in situations thinking, like tonight, Suns game, you never know. But uh, getting in and out of the situation is the key, and they teach you all that. They teach you how to uh, de-escalate things, and if it's impossible to de-escalate them, teaches you how to have your best chance to get out of that thing breathing, you and the people you care about. That's what being a sheepdog is. You take care of the wolves and protect the sheep. And if we could have less sheep and more sheepdogs, we would have less wolves, and that's the goal. They've got their uh, female defense seminar coming up April 28th. They've got the gun safety course. You can get your CCW stuff there through that course on April 21st. All those are available to any of you. You don't have to be signed up or anything else. It's for the general public. So if you want to sign up and do that, you got to be close to selling both of those out. And it's only uh, middle of February, and those are in April. So their seminars are amazing. Their classes are every single day, multiple times a day. And you can pop in there and become a member and start working on a better version of you. ReactDefense.com, home of Anna Joy and Tactical Black. Brady Entertainment. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler are doing a comedy tour together. That'll be fun. Those two are fun. They're headed out. um, It's called the Restless Leg Tour in April. They'll be uh, in uh, Washington, D.C., Chicago, Boston, Atlantic City. Um, They say if this tour goes right, we can finally end this friendship. (laughs) They're kind of the Steve Martin and Martin Short of women. They're very funny. Yeah. Uh, This is pretty cool. Some guy bought Elvis Presley's private jet. It's the 1962 Lockheed 1329 Jetstar. Not the big DC that they rolled down the streets of Memphis when he died. Well, no, he had um, three jets. Oh, okay. And this is the one where he um, Lisa Marie, right? Yeah, that one's named Lisa Marie. Yeah, this is the one. Um, well, he put the uh, the uh, what is it, Memphis Mafia and the band members they'd fly wow. on this one. It has red velour interior, the couch oh, in that it. Thing has to smell like an ashtray. It's been um, sitting for forty years. Oh. I bet you. The guy bought it for $260,000. They used to be allowed to smoke on that thing. Velour seats. The Jordan Airs and the Memphis Mafia on oh, that. Yeah. Oh, The semen and smoke smell. Colonel with the oh, cigars. There's probably like babies shooting out of the carpet in that thing like mushrooms. Blah. Elvis bought it in 1976 for 840000 He had it for a year. Less than, right? August of 77, right? Or was it 76. 77. I 77. 77. Yeah, so we had it for a year. Spent a million bucks, 850 grand on a jet back then? Yeah. That's, geez, that's heavy. And had two others. Elise Marie. This one, there, there is pictures of them in it. And I remember seeing, I think they might have used it for the movie, or at least the interior. I don't know. Um, Barney is being relaunched. I saw that, and everybody thinks he looks like a cokehead. I thought he looked oh, fine. I seen the, uh, yeah, the yeah. picture's fine. His eyes are wide. The old Barney looked kind of like a... It's only going to be an animated series. Um, but they will have apparel and accessories for adult fans. The old Barney looked like like a cheap costume to me. This one is just like a Pixar Barney. It's kind of, I, People were goofy about it. The highest paid entertainers of 2022? Surprised me on the... Uh, well, the top five. Taylor Swift. She is... Did she do a tour last year? She had the album. She did. She was uh, number nine. Okay. 92 million. Who Paul was McCartney. It was McCartney always. He was here for the Super Bowl. McCartney was not on the list. Yeah, he didn't tour ten. last year. I yeah. thought he did. Uh-uh. Elton John? It's, there, there's some tours that were... Elton John had to. Elton, maybe. Elton is not in the top ten. No what? kidding. Yeah. Who toured? So, number five is 
Simpsons creators. Oh, Matt Groening. Yeah, they made 105 million. Doing what? Disney's acquisition of Fox. Oh. Um, oh, I was thinking tours like bands. And no Trey Pat, Trey Parker, and Matt Stone are number four. 160 million. Those guys are are incredibly close to being billionaires. They signed Park. a deal with Paramount in 2021, guaranteeing them 935 million over the next six years. It's insane. Tyler Perry, number three, 175 million. What would he do? He's actually a billionaire. Yeah, um, the only billionaire on this on the list. Sting was number two. Made two hundred and ten million because he sold his catalog. Last oh year. yeah, and Bruce Springsteen too. Then because he sold his for three something. It might go into twenty twenty. No, it's an escrow. Yeah, <laughs> the guy's bleeding out payments because yeah. he's just like you, <laughs> JG Wentworth. The uh, buy number one. Hey, where's my Where's my check, man? I don't want to have to come collecting. Um, you got your money, Bruce. Don't worry. Number one was Genesis, two hundred and thirty million. They sold they everything too, right? Yeah, they yeah. went on tour. Oh, that's yeah, right. Was their final they tour. was doing the thing. That's right. Standing up there, all crippled. Catalog and tour. I don't want to see that. The same way I don't want to see Ozzy. I don't want to see Phil not behind the drums. I don't want to see him looking sad and old. Your Stones, uh, they're, they're number seven. Okay, ninety-eight million. All right, that's it. They were getting paid eight point five million per night on their fifteen-city European tour last summer. That's pretty good. Not bad. Ah, uh, there you go. Well, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Thank you f- to all of you for participating this morning. My God. We hit a nerve this morning. I'm not bad. A lot of them. Uh, and a good close with I don't want to miss a thing from Osama to me for my ex. <laughs> you were so close to Osama. I can't blame you. for. I can't be too mad at you, Osama bin Laden. You tried. E for effort, friend. Uh, anyway, uh, it's 10.08. Shan Man's in. Larry's having a rough day. So Shan Man's in, uh, and he's going to get you through uh, the middle of your Valentine's Day and lead you right up to Fitz. He's got all sorts of stuff like U-Fest tickets, maybe some last-minute gift items for you for that special Valentine you've forgotten about so you don't have to pull over and pick up a rain-soaked teddy bear from that Mexican guy on the corner of 7th and uh, Cave Creek. Good luck to all of you out there. I hope you all get uh, blown or touched where you want to be touched and tasted and whatever and pushed around and enjoy your chocolate and whipped cream on the nipples. This it's, much is true. It's Valentine's Day. Enjoy it. Uh, be nice to Shan, man. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow right here in the Morning Sickness. So long. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.